guys because the audio is decent enough and I think the song's gonna be sick as fuck when it comes out. Have you heard this? It was on Twitter. I told him bring him all the feeling. I don't mean to admire you. What a time to be alive too! Sticks with nothing around you. Katy, Texas, Dallas, Texas, you know a different environment. Cause you got desires. I know, I know, I know. Cause you got desires. I know, I know, I know. Cause you got desires. That shit sounds sick to me. 
Uh, welcome to episode 36 of the Blake Mayfield Podcast. I'm your host, Blake Mayfield. I'm here again today, once again, to kick off 2020 with my good friend, Steve Haslam. Steve, how are you, sir? I'm doing good. It's crazy. It's, it feels like it's been forever since we've been Sorry about that. <laughs> it has been. Thanksgiving. Yeah. 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 That was the last one we did together, personally. Um... Yeah. What do you think about that Drake and Future song? Are you excited? I'm mean, real quick just to cap that off. That was kind of a leak, yeah. I guess. But that sounded really good. Yeah, it was good. Especially compared to... I, I've liked Future as like, time's gone on. I wasn't like... I mean, I didn't hate yeah. him, but I, I didn't really listen to him that much either. But I guess more... I've listened to him a little bit more the last like year, I guess. Like And listened to just yeah a lot of his stuff a little more. I, I, I like him. So I think that'll probably be a good song. He got better with time too, because I remember back in like 2012, 13. Like, remember like Karate Chop? Yeah, <laughs> and that's probably why I didn't really like him. Maybe at first, I don't know. Because it wasn't good. The music wasn't. Yeah, you know, I think it's a lot better now, personally. But yeah. that that song sounds nuts. Yeah, if yeah, that I'm, actually I'm sure comes, it'll be good. I'm sure we good. Yeah, if we get a "What a Time to Be Alive" too, or a, I think the name of the album is "Life Is Good," and they said it's coming soon. I mean, maybe this month, February. I mean. It, Nothing ever happens in January, so I don't know why a lot of these guys don't drop in January. And Future usually does, actually. He's the one that will drop in January, just because he knows. Yeah. But he's been kind of cold the last couple of years. I mean, since Mask Off, he's really cooled off. He hasn't had a big, yeah. big hit in a few years. This could be the one. I mean, you know, Drake doesn't hurt, obviously. I mean, Drake's still the yeah. biggest artist in music, but... I mean, well, arguably. But, yeah, uh, no, he's making a smart choice there. Yeah. So... I just wonder if it benefits Drake more than it does Future, because I don't think so. Well, but I, no, I don't. I don't think anything's really going to benefit him anymore. I think he he's like at the top. I don't think it, for me personally, I don't think he can go anywhere else in music. Really, I think he just would just have to stay where he's at. You know what I mean? Like he can grow in other ways, but not. I don't think musically. I think he's kind of at the peak of where he's going to be. Yeah, in my opinion, at least. Like he's already super. You know, like. He's, he's been loved forever, so I don't, you know, I don't know. Was he your artist of the decade? Well, would you, like, oh, let's just go hip-hop, just if, if isolate he were, it. Was he the yeah, artist of the, of the decade? I would think so. Not Kendrick? I, I would think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it's close either, to be honest. Just hits-wise, success-wise? All success, yeah. Fair um, enough. I, I think maybe content-wise it was Kendrick's decade. I just, I need more than three albums. Drake gave us, like, seven albums. And, I mean, yeah. none of them were as good as Good Kid, Mad City, in my opinion. Because that was just the best rap album of the decade. But Damn wasn't as good as Take Care. No. And Damn can compete with Nothing Was the Same. The, those can definitely go back and forth. And so I, I think I'd give the ground a little bit to Drake in that aspect. Yeah. I think he just, yeah, put out more. And, you know, it was all solid stuff. I mean, yeah, there was stuff that was, it wasn't as good. But it was all popular so and of course well, you know I mean I think he could put out something terrible and everyone would love it anyways but yeah well I mean views yeah exactly <laughs> I still don't fuck with views yeah. um did you watch his Rap Radar podcast I, have, I still haven't watched it yet I've, no. seen, I've seen like parts of it but not like sat down and actually watch it cause what is it like two hours long it's like two and a half hours yeah, yeah. so I'll have to sit down and watch it I, I'm, uh, I'm like uh the next thing I'm watching and it's not even out yet is I want to watch the internet and it's on Netflix. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, so I'm, I'm like kind of waiting for that, and then I don't know why that's on my like number one list right now, even though it's not out. That shit is interesting. No, 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 but I mean, it's not even out. Like, I should be watching other stuff, like yeah. waiting for it, but I'm just like excited about it to watch it, so I'm just waiting for it. So, yeah, I'm not really. 
You know what I'm anticipating, and I, I didn't even know they were doing it. That's just, that's how they promote this kind of stuff. But the Last Dance, the Michael Jordan '98 Bulls documentary, oh, yeah, 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 ten yeah, episodes. I did, I did see that. When that comes out on ABC in June, yeah. probably right after the finals uh-huh. or during the finals, it'll probably. Be oh my god. I cannot wait for the last dance. I, we're going to cover it on this podcast. I mean, there's no way we oh, don't yeah. come in here and talk about that. But uh, no, that'll be good. Yeah. So I want to start off today. Well, first I want to shout out the Spotify, SoundCloud, and Apple listeners. Thank you guys very much. Um, I want to shout out anyone and everyone who tuned in during 2019. Um, I'll speak for me personally. That was probably the biggest year of my career. A career as in the podcast and just trying to you know get this thing kind of going. Uh, I, I do have places I want to take this podcast. And um, I just thought it was a really good stepping stone. And I really appreciate all you guys that, you know, talked good about it, told your friends, talked bad about it, whatever it was. Uh, surprisingly, a lot of people, not a lot, but a few people more than I thought hit me up when I posted about it last night on Snapchat or, uh, yeah, Snapchat. And they're like, oh, can't wait for the pop, blah, blah, blah. And I actually didn't know that a lot of people I personally know actually really do listen. And they listen to the whole thing. It's it's crazy. But uh, I just appreciate you guys. Thank you very much. And maybe that's why you guys do it because, you know, we're so grateful over here. And we are grateful. But um, we're just going to keep trying to pump out that content, man. It's 2020 and 2019 was a massive year. And I just kind of want to build on that because I never want to feel like I'm degressing in anything. And, I mean, we're young enough. I don't think we're degressing in shit. I mean, we're in our 20s. So, um we are going to focus today on just the NFL. Uh, I was wanting to maybe do some NBA, but the truth of the matter is the fact that the ratings are down. The NFL is in full swing with the playoffs and the conference championships and the Pro Bowl and the Super Bowl. And I think it works out perfect to where after the Super Bowl, we're going to cover all that. And then we're going to do basically how we started this podcast. We're going to wait till probably after the All-Star break. And then we'll just come in with a full NBA episode. I mean, that's how we started it. That's how we started the entire podcast last year. Uh, at Al's uh, garage, mm-hmm. and I, I listened to that episode, and I was just like, man, we've come a long way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, you know, but it wasn't that bad. It was just, I'm, I'm very proud of the of the progress and whatnot, mm-hmm. and hopefully you guys as listeners can hear that. Um, I want to start this conversation off today, though, by recapping 2019. Uh, it was Steve's idea. I'm going to let Steve go first. Uh, Steve, how was your 2019? How do you want to expand on it? What do you see happening in this decade for yourself and this year? <clears throat> well... 2019 started off with um, kind of, I guess I'll piggyback a little bit. 2018 was like probably one of, like the end of 2018, I had like one of the most personally life-changing things for me. I got the DUI. And then so 2019, it was about me kind of getting that taken care of. Um, Also, just a lot of, I felt like I was already mature, but I don't think I was like, mature in areas or I grew a lot more in areas that I already thought I was mature really mature in and so 2019 was like me growing the most personally I think I ever have which I thought I had been doing for a while but I I just kind of did a lot of soul searching and um you know figured figured things out for myself and stuff like that um so that was like the, the beginning and then also in February my um uh dad was diagnosed with cancer um and so, going through that for uh, 10 months. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Buzzer beater. <laughs> That's my dryer. Buzzer beater. God. Yeah, I'll let you talk. I'm going to turn that off. Um, so, that was um, another thing. So, so, it was a lot of, like, personal personal growth and, and, and trials and um, just just 
yeah, just growing in, in things and taking on my new position at, at work and um, trying to grow the business with that. So it was a lot of, um, a lot of like, I'm trying to think of the word, just a lot of, I wouldn't say stress, but it was a lot of like, it, it's stre- stretching of like my, myself, stretching of um, my brain uh, in, in different ways that I, that I wasn't used to. And, um, and it was kind of like that the whole year. And then in on, uh, unfortunately at the end of the year, I lost my dad, um, rest in peace, who was just, you know, the reason why I'm to ever talk about sports is cause of him. I mean, I think I could catch a ground ball and throw a spiral before I could walk. That's just how he was, um, with sports. And so, um, you know, so that was incredibly, it's been an incredibly tough couple weeks, but, um, you know, he taught me a lot and I'm, I'm thankful for the 20 years that I got to spend with him and, and that's, that's about it. So it was, it was a crazy up and down year. I, I, I would say it wasn't down until the very end and it was just, you know, because of losing my dad. Um, the rest of it was, I think the whole year kind of built me up to, to go through that moment <clears throat> as in just testing me in different ways and um, building me up in just mental strength and all that stuff. And so, um, it helped me go through that or is helping me go through that. So yeah, 2019, I I wouldn't say it's bad because of that. I wouldn't say it's good because of that either, but you know, this is definitely a different year, but a lot of growth. So more of like a a learning curve kind of year. Yeah. I think it was my biggest learning year and, you know, to kind of, uh, go into the new decade, kind of, you know, different mindset, I guess is, it's always good, but you know. Was there anything uh, just podcast related? Uh, did the podcast do anything for you, or was it just kind of a thing? Yeah, for fun? it was. Um, did, just always, for listeners' sake. I've always wanted to be something in sports. I coached for a long time. Um, I when I went to my dad's funeral, I had talked to some people I hadn't talked to in a while, and they they jokingly asked if I was on ESPN yet. Because it was always something that I wanted to do was be a sportscaster or something like that, sports analyst. And I said, no, not yet, but I'm doing the podcast. And they're like, what? You know, so I got to kind of talk to them about that. <laughs> got to talk to them about that. I'm going to have to, you know, send them, send a lot of people some links. They all asked me for it. So, um, so yeah, so I'm, I've enjoyed it because it's obviously sports is my number one passion and, and, um, always has been. And so it's, um, to be able to just sit and talk about it is something that I've wanted to do for a long time and getting to do it for the last year has been great. It was, it was fun. And then, and then I'm not going to say that it wasn't fun when we, like when I decided to like kind of step away for a minute, but it was just like, I needed a break kind of to one, because you just kind of are burnt, burned a little bit, but more of recollecting and kind of, uh, reflecting. I do a lot of reflecting. That's all I do like every day, but, (laughs) um, but just taking in, um, I listen to a little bit more and, and, and if no one knows, I don't really listen to myself ever on anything. And so I kind of listen to some of the podcasts back, um, to like get some, just some feel for how I sound, how it sounds. Um, but I, I don't like listening to myself and I never have, and I probably never will, but I had to be for a reflection sake because it would just have drove me insane if I didn't know if I sounded like a complete idiot or not. So <laughs> no, you're all good. Um, no, so, so yeah, so so the time off that we took or that I took off 
Um, that was the from, summer. From a, yeah, and and then the last couple months we haven't done it as much, but yeah, um, has been has been good. But it also makes you like want to get back to it too. It's you know separation and all that stuff. You 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 miss it, and um, it's it's just a good outlet. And, and uh, you know I can talk sports every day, forever. So um, yeah. Do you view this as like, especially I guess you know with the situation at hand and whatnot recently, is this kind of like therapy to you, or is it just fun? I just think t- talking in general is for a lot of people. You know, that's why there's therapists. You know, you talk to them, and it's a place. So for sure, um, I just think talking about sports in general is something that is second nature to me. So yeah, so I think it just makes me happy in in multiple ways. So yeah, I mean, I, I would consider it that. For sure. Yeah. Um, I mean, for me personally, 2019, uh, I mean, I, I'm not going to say it was the best year of my life because I don't think it was, but as far as like the podcast goes, the yeah. podcast was awesome and us always doing it and just seeing how far we came. I mean, kind of what I said in the intro. Um, it was just really interesting over the course of one year and we're not even at our personal one year mm-hmm. mark yet. That's not until next month. Um, and just doing that and then getting to talk about NBA and just the attention from it. And I mean, it's just, it's a little, like you were saying, sometimes you need a break. It's like, mm-hmm. I hate coming in here. I know you do too. And it feels like we're forcing it or it feels yeah. like it's work. I never want this to feel like it's work. If mm-hmm. it feels like work, I just don't want to do it at all. Yeah. And you know, I feel like once you take a break long enough from something, especially like this, it doesn't feel like work. You know, yeah. we come back to it and like on Thanksgiving, it's like, this is just fun. Mm-hmm. We're going to sit here for 45 minutes or an hour, hour and a half, whatever. Yeah, absolutely. And we've had pods where I mean, man, we sat there for two and a half hours and just mm-hmm. somehow found shit to talk about. Um, I don't know. I don't really have too much to say about last year just because I'm so focused on this year. And mm. last year was a big year for the pod, but I just feel like personally, there's a lot more growth to be had. Oh, um, you know, and just kind of just going through personal stuff, you know, still, you know, maybe doing counseling and shit like that and just kind of trying to figure out myself. Mm. And I mean, you know, it's like I'm, I'm 21 years old. It's like, you know, you're not supposed to have your life mm. figured out at this point. And I just put so much pressure on myself early in life to, you know, ESPN and, you know, or maybe work for Fox, get, have a college degree, have a master's, you know, it's like, it just doesn't work out like that sometimes. And I'm kind of glad it didn't. I mean, you know, landing at players at the very end of 18, which was the worst year of my whole entire fucking life, uh, landing there was the best thing that could have happened. And it's just crazy. I mean, mm-hmm. even when I went in there for the interview and stuff, uh, it's like, you just don't think a pizza parlor, you know, when you put it in the little perspective, you know, it's, it's going to change your life or it's going to, but it's all about the people and you know, the people that run the business. I love them. Uh, the people that help out and coworkers and stuff, you know, I, I love my coworkers and there's some really, really good people, good hearts and good souls there, including you, you know, definitely including you, Steve. Um, so yeah, I just kind of want to, I want to leave it at that. I don't have too much to say just cause I am focused more on just 2020 and the new decade and I feel like this is the decade, you know, if we're going to go to ESPN or go to wherever the hell we're going to go, this is, it's probably going to happen this decade if we really wanted to, you know? So we're about 20 minutes deep. So I guess we can get into all the sports now. I want to start off before we do any divisional stuff. The biggest disappointment of wild card weekend. Um, let's see here. We had the bills losing after having a 16, nothing lead. Thank God. We don't have to hear Tezator and Booger anymore. We had the Patriots losing on a pick six. We had the Saints losing at home, and we had the Eagles losing their quarterback and then losing their season. Steve, to you, in your opinion, what was the biggest disappointment of Wild Card Weekend? Patriots or Saints? Because I really think it's those two. I don't think it's the Bills. Or the I, I think it's the Bills game. Really? Because they were up 16-0. Um, 
Yeah, man, that was just they they played to win that game until really. I mean, there were some unfortunate things that happened. The the sack at the end should have been you know they could have gotten a sack and two guys hit him and so caused him to bounce up. Um, so he got away and then that there was some just you know talking to Byron about it because um, I. I'd watched part of it and then I had to go to work and I watched most of it as I'm as I was doing stuff. But um, they they looked so good through three quarters basically, and then they just I don't I don't think that they I don't I don't want to say it was them imploding or anything because I don't think they imploded. They just had some very unfortunate big plays happen to them. So that one at the end where they. Lost in overtime. Uh, and then just some... They're, they're a young team. So maybe they're not a... Dis- maybe it's not a disappointment. I just expected them to win that game. And and how they came out, how they played through, like I said, you know, probably um, 38 minutes of the game, 40 minutes of the game, they just looked like they were going to win. Um, and there was just, you know, some questionable things at the end. They didn't kick a field goal. Um, that could have won. Um, Josh Allen, you know, threw threw a double, threw it up in double coverage to his fullback. It was just there was just some things. It was late in the game, but it it makes sense for a young team to make those mistakes. Um, but I, I I to me that was the most disappointing thing because, like I said, I just expected them to win. Um, the Saints, the Saints. I told Seth before the game he he thought that they were gonna get. Smoked, and I just—I did too. I said I don't trust Drew Brees at this stage in his career, and I just said he could easily have a bad game, being how old he is, and just. Um, they also lost what's his name at the end of the game, so that hurt. They attacked him right when it right when he went out. Um, Conley, right when Conley went oh, out okay. is when they threw that pass to Thielen. Yeah. So you know, had, had he been in the game, he may not have even. That was Lattimore that went out. Lattimore, Lattimore. Yeah, Lattimore. Yeah. Yeah. So Lattimore, so they're one of their best corners. Yeah. So, um, you know, had that happened, maybe he doesn't make that throw and all that stuff. I don't think the Vikings played good in that game, to be honest, either. No, neither team played good. Yeah. That was ugly as hell. Um, it was like the Saints-Rams game. You know, credit to Kirk Cousins. He made one throw at the end of the game. Otherwise, you know, he had a bad – he didn't have a good game. No. Um, Dalvin Cook carried him like he always does. Um, the new AP. The most talented roster, in my opinion, in the, in the NFL, and they're – what do they succeed? Minnesota. Yeah. The most talented. Yeah, they're I, on paper. I think they're the most talented team. Uh, more on paper than the Cowboys. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know I'm still hung up on the Cowboys because I, I just can't no, believe they go eight. But yeah, there's I, a lot yeah. of talent on Dalvin, both those teams. Dalvin and Zeke are basically a wash. The receivers, yeah. I think. Adam Thielen is. I think con- I'm taking the Cowboys receivers. Thielen, Thielen is more consistent than Amari. And. Diggs is better than Randall Cobb, and then Rudolph. You got Gallup. Yeah, and then Rudolph is better than Jason Witten. <laughs> at this point. is he though? At this point, yeah. I mean, he caught the touchdown, but Rudolph hasn't done a he damn has, thing. He, he has in the last half of the year. He's he's played a lot better, but um, yeah, yeah, they're better. And then their offensive lines are pretty similar. And then the Vikings' defense is better. They just are. yeah at every position. Yeah, they're better for except sure. For maybe. Demarcus Lawrence, who's he, had a bad year. He didn't show up at all. He got so, yeah, paid. He got on the paid. Didn't show up. 
So yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I, I think the Vikings are a better team um, because I think I I would rather have Kirk Cousins I think than Dak is what it comes down to. Only because I think Dak's more of a winner, but I think Kirk can get in a shootout and win. Where a shootout and win? Oh yeah, he can throw for he can throw. I just don't I don't trust Dak throwing the ball. So that's that that's me. But um, I just think they're the more complete team all around. But anyway, so I I told Seth I just said don't don't think that they're just gonna get blown out. I was like you know Drew Brees got a bad game and he. Kind of did. Yeah. Um, 41. Yeah. He's getting up there. I didn't, I didn't even realize he was that old. Like I said the other day. So I don't think that was disappointing. The Patriots thing did not surprise me at all. Oh, my God. I was not surprised by that at all. The pick six did. Oh, right at the end? Yeah, I was like, dude. I mean, they were on the two. As soon as they were on the... They, there was, what, 15 seconds left? <laughs> yeah. Game was over. So, but yeah. Was, yeah. I mean, not really. I mean, they could have They could have maybe... They're <laughs> on the two. They gotta go 98 <laughs> yards in 15 seconds, no timeouts. Uh, if there's one man, that's Eric. I was watching the game there. Eric's like, Eric's like, no, 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 they're still gonna do it. I'm like, dude, trust me, they're not doing this. I was, <laughs> like, I was like, is Gronkowski out there? No, no, not out there. Edelman's a shell because he's just well, he's up. it's him. It's just him. So yeah, I think Edelman was playing with a concussion the last few he games of the year. Does. I mean, yeah, but I think it was really bad. I remember. Maybe it was the Houston game on Sunday night. I mean, he got roughed up, and he was still stayed out there. And yeah. I'm like, he's concussed. All and those, I think the Patriots know that, but... All those little guys always do for them. I mean, Wes Walker had to retire because of it. Yeah. So, um, I mean, he also dropped those the guys are pass. Those slot guys are going over the middle all the time, so I'm sure they're probably permanently brain damaged. I mean, look at Antonio Brown. As soon as he switched to the slot, <laughs> played this whole lot. So, anyway, I, that, <laughs> that game didn't surprise me. They're just... They're not... They don't have uh, an offensive weapon that can stretch the field, and so I thought Tom Brady looked fine. It was just they just he he has a lot left, I think, in him. I, I, maybe a, not lot a lot left. Maybe not a lot, but he has another year or two. Yeah, I don't think sure. he's done either. No, no I'm and, with you. And, and, he's and he said done. he's not done, so I I, I don't think he's done. I think he looked good this year. They just don't have. He needs stuff help. For him. I mean, he I mean he granted, needs help. Granted, it was the Dolphins. But I mean, look what he had when he had AB. He looked, they were killing. 43 teams. to nothing. Yeah, they were killing teams. Yeah. Um, and their defense just got tired the whole year having to carry that team. Yeah. So. Chung's up there in age. Yeah. Um, after a while, uh, Gilmore, I mean, he can cover all the best guys he wants. After 17 weeks or 16 weeks, 17, yeah. 18, going to the playoffs, you, you break down. Everyone's hurt. Yeah, no. So, so that, that game didn't surprise me that much. And Tennessee's a good team. I mean, they're well coached. They have a yeah. good running back. They have they've had a pretty good defense for the last couple of years. Great running back. And then Tannehill's playing fine. He's not playing great or anything. I mean, he kind of did at the end of the year, but he didn't play good in that game really. But the Patriots' defense is also good. So we can recall from October you saying that Tannehill would show up for the Tennessee Titans, and he carried them into the playoffs. Well, I, I've always liked him, and in that draft, it was him, RG three, Andrew Luck. Who's the other one? Oh, Russell 12. Wilson, I think. Yeah, here I got you. So we got the internet. Let me see the let me see the fifth one though, because I remember I said after Luck and Wilson he was the third. Brandon Whedon. Yeah, so he to me he was by <laughs> far the third best one. Uh, Foles was in that draft. Case Keenum, Kellen Moore, uh, Brock Osweiler. <laughs> oh yeah, so he was definitely the third best quarterback. Yeah, 
Yeah. But I always said he was good. He, he's talented. He's just injury prone. And that's what I always said. Because um, he played well with the Dolphins. He would just get hurt. Um, so I thought when they traded for him in the offseason, or was it during the season? Offseason. I don't remember. Um, I think it was the offseason. Uh, yeah. I think it was right before the season started. I was like, that's a good pickup. Because I've never believed in Marcus Mariota. No. He's a great college quarterback. Yep. But I never saw really anything when he got to the NFL. Um, so I just thought that that was a great pickup. And I, and I said Tannehill's going to wind up starting at some point. And he comes in and they wind up going on a And they kill it. And they play well. Yeah. So, I'm looking. Did they win their last like six games of the year? I don't know. Oh, no, they lost to the Saints. Yeah. They lost to the Saints, but they won every other game. I remember I thought the Raiders were going to beat them, and then they smacked the Raiders in Oakland. That was their second-to-last home game ever. Yeah, I, I was surprised by the Titans. Um, oh, no, I was I was surprised for how they turned it around maybe, but, again, they're well-coached. Uh, Vrabel's a former player. And, Vrabel's good. And played under Belichick and stuff. So, <laughs> What do you think of him using that uh, trick against Belichick? Oh, he... Yeah. Dude, Belichick got, that's fucking bullshit, these fucking... <laughs> yeah, he, was, he, was, he was so mad. Like, what, they run like three minutes off the clock? Almost? Like three minutes with like five to go. It's like, dude, Belichick's livid. He can't believe that. Oh, yeah. But it's like... Outsmarted by his own guy. Yeah. yeah. Vrabel. I, I think Vrabel's the real deal. I, I think he can get oh, coach yeah, of the year. Um, I don't think he'll get coach of the year. I think there's a lot of other guys that should get it over him. McDermott? But, yeah. Sean McDermott could get it. Um, I mean, my our guy could get it. Shanahan. Or, They're probably going to give it to Shanahan. Or Harbaugh could get it for the Ravens. Like, there, there's there's a few guys that can get it. Um, that I think, you know, I, I to me, I think, yeah, either the Bills or the 49ers. Either McDermott or Shanahan. Because, I mean, it, pre- preseason predictions, a lot of people picked the Niners. There were some people who picked them, like, really bad. There was, like, some that said 4-12. Yeah, no, come on. But uh, most people Jimmy's said like most people said like seven and nine, eight and eight. Um, I thought they'd be yeah about nine and seven. Yeah, yeah. about an average team. So um, really, yeah. I, they should be fourteen and two. Well, if, if Julio doesn't get that touchdown, what's what's crazy um, is about them is they lost all their games right at the end, like right at, at the literal whist, last whistle. So Julio caught that one. I know, they, I, know, I know they got like another touchdown, but it was on like a whatever. I don't even remember now. But so they lost the Falcons game right at the end. That touchdown, Tucker's field goal, Tucker's field goal, and overtime, Seattle kicked the field. Yeah, goal. yeah, so, and that was it. So literally, they theoretically they could be sixteen, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. I mean that's how close they they played. To be honest, like they were that good this year. Um, I didn't. Again, I n- no way I could have thought they would be thirteen and three. I think I said on the pod. I think I said the best I'd saw him was ten and six, maybe eleven and five, and I was like, and that's wishful thinking. Yeah. As a fan, but I was like, I think they'd go nine and seven, ten and six. Yeah. So. Thirteen and three. No, that's uh, crazy. So yeah, so I, I'll let you go into the disappointments. Uh, as far as disappointment, um, I would say it's the New Orleans Saints, and I'm gonna say it for this reason because oh, on the Eagles, that that didn't surprise me at all. Them getting stomped <laughs> out. The Eagles and Seahawks. Yeah, the no. Eagles are terrible. Uh, to be honest, seventeen to nine. Like, what's his name played a good game for coming McCown. in at forty years old. Not, I saw something. He handed Emmett Smith his last touchdown handoff. 
as, Wait, a, as a rookie. What? As a rookie, he handed Emmett Smith his last touchdown or game or record breaking. T- I can't remember. Oh, that Emmett Smith. He threw. What was it? It was something. It was like crazy. Josh McCown. Um, Let's. I want to see when Emma Smith retired because I can't believe McCown been in the league that long. Well, he's forty. Oh four on the Cardinals. Yeah, he handed him his. He handed him his last touchdown. I think. That Jeez. he ran in. Um. What was the other one? There was another one that I was like, "Wait, what?" As far as as disappointment, I, I just real quick, I, I just want to say the Saints. I won't say the Patriots because I'm with you. I kind of expected that. Yeah. Uh, Brady just didn't have enough help this year, and uh, I just I think it's as simple as that to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Patriots won the Super Bowl last year, and I mean, while I can make a case, I firmly stand and believe in my position of they are basically what LeBron was in the East because of the competition. I, you still have to beat an NFC team. You have to beat the Chiefs or the Ravens, you know, every year to get to the Super Bowl and win it. So, I mean, I'll give them more credits due. Yeah. And I don't really give a fuck about the whole videotaping the Bengals and stuff. Because, I mean, first of all, it, you know, more info came out. And the guy, I don't think, worked for the Patriots. He was wearing, like, a Pats hoodie. Yeah. He was just where he wasn't supposed to be in the stadium yeah. itself. That's why they got to get him out of there. And he had a video camera. Well my, well, my thing is, like, if they're gonna cheat, why are they recording the Bengals? <laughs> One in twelve. Yeah, why they're not? Yeah, I, people just like to hate on them, and and I get they've you know had some questionable things. I mean, they taped us in two thousand or whatever it was. Seven, and the Jets. Yeah, yeah. So I, I get the Spygate thing. Like I totally understand that. I'm sure a lot of other teams were doing it. I'm sure they were just the ones to get caught. Um, you don't you don't think Deflate Gate is? I think that was dumb. <laughs> Yeah, you, you don't think Deflategate... I, I don't care enough to even research Deflategate. I, I, I really don't. I just think that... Um, I mean, it's not like steroids in baseball to me. You know, it's like... To me, I don't I wouldn't want a ball more deflated. But I, I, mean, I mean, I'm not an NFL quarterback, so I don't yeah. know. But um, I don't think that they really... <laughs> that, that Yeah, that whole thing's weird. <laughs> the Spygate thing is, is the one thing that I'm like, okay, that's... You're, Perfect season. You're, it's you're like, cheating. come on, you're yeah, cheating. come on, Patriots. Um, but the Deflategate thing's stupid. Yeah, I still don't even. They lost that game, right? No, it was the AFC Championship. They won the Super Bowl against Seahawks. Oh, they played the Colts. Okay. Yeah. yeah, but they blew them out. Like the half they said they had the deflated balls, they like blew them out. No, they got. Oh no, they lost. They they played worse, right? Yeah, that's because they went. I think it was like twenty-eight nothing or thirty-one nothing a half, and then the second half is when the balls were deflated, and the yeah. Colts scored like seventeen points. Yeah, so it was like it's like wait, <laughs> so they played pretty, worse. It's uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure. The but Patriots there was won. you know the stories of like Tom Brady like bur- breaking his burner phone and like all that stuff. So what if he did? I'm not handing the. I, it's like if if Penny were to come to me and ask for my cell phone, like Penny, no. No, I don't I'm, care if you're my I'm boss. I'm not snapping. I'm not handing you imagine, my cell phone. Imagine Tom Brady, like, spiking, Gronk spiking his phone <laughs> on the ground in front of the feds. It's funny. <laughs> but, like, Brady not handing his phone to Goodell, and that's why he got suspended, basically, is because he didn't hand over info. I'm not handing you to. my that's shit. Not, that's not... That's I, I don't property. have to do that. Yeah. yeah. It's my iPhone. Bitch. Uh... <laughs> Uh, I'm playing around. Uh, let's see. What else we got? Oh, yeah. Just finish up so, my yeah. Saints point. Um, Drew Brees is getting older. I did think he'd have something in him. But at the same time, I told Steve and all these guys all year long. I said, look, the New Orleans Saints are burnt toast. They're burnt toast. They've got their heart broken two years in a row. 
twice now by the Vikings in three years, which is crazy to think about. But, I mean, that's that revenge for putting the bounties on Favre. Um, at least that's what I believe. Because I believe in football gods and shit. I, I just do. Uh, I think that's the football gods giving the Vikings uh, some some karma. And uh, Saints are burnt toast, man. Saints are done. I, I think, honestly, I really think they'd be really well off either getting rid of Breeze or Peyton. Because it's over. The Saints are not going to win another Super Bowl with Sean Payton and Drew Brees together. And I understand they're going to keep them together because of the fans and the revenue. And how can you get rid of Breeze? He's a oh, he's a hero. I, I understand. I don't think I'd get rid of Sean Payton because I think he's a too good of a coach. I, I would let Breeze go before. Yeah. And, and a lot of the time the coach always gets the short end of the stick. But I don't think you can keep a 41-year-old quarterback over a guy who could be there for 20 more years. You know what I mean? You know what I just thought about? I, I just made the parallel. It's funny because New England and New Orleans are in the same situation. Kind of. Except Tom Brady's been there his whole career. But Drew Brees is a saint. He's not a, oh, yeah. he's not a San Diego but he, But he at least played for a different team. Like, it's a little little different. And he's won six Super Bowls versus one. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a little different. But he means probably... Drew Brees might mean more to New Orleans than Tom Brady does in New England. Are we sure about that? Yeah. As, I, as a city as a whole, yes. You think the New England fans, I mean... I mean, no, I'm not saying that they don't love him, just... But he means more to the city from, you know, rallying behind when Hurricane Katrina and all that stuff happened. Like, as, as far as that goes, that team means more to that city than the Patriots mean to Boston. Who do you think is more loved in the city of Boston, Larry Bird or Tom Brady? Or David Ortiz. Oh, my God. Yeah, I don't know. Out of those three? Probably right now. Probably, I can't pick. Probably, probably David Ortiz. Right now. You think Ortiz? Right now. Just because, you know, like... Larry After Bird, the bombing. Larry Bird, it's been a while. Yeah, the bombing stuff. And they won the World Series yeah. that year. and Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. And he got shot in the Dominican Republic. They, those are those are three <laughs> all-time grades. So, uh, yeah. Um... Yeah, dude, Saints. I couldn't believe watching that game. And then having to sit there with Seth. I'm not going to lie. I, I was getting excited just because he was getting so pumped during yeah. the Vikings. I was like, dude, the Vikings are really about to do this. And I remember the whole game, I'm like, you're going to Santa Clara. Get your tickets for Santa Clara. He's like, stop talking. And I was like, dude, the Saints are burnt toast. No, I'm, I'm, I'm glad we're going to play them because I'm glad we're going to stomp them out. And well, I mean, it, let's transition right now into it. Uh, we're going to go that's, right that's down the first list. Game. First game of the weekend. <coughs> first game of the weekend. We got the Minnesota Vikings visiting the 49ers, and I wish Seth would have been here, but he left me on red, so fuck you, Seth. Uh, so, Steve, I'll start with you. What do you expect from the Niners this weekend against those Vikings at Levi's? Um, I think I think the, the week off benefited them the most. They had a lot of injuries this year, and um, I think they had, like, the third most in the NFL. I, I could be wrong, but the Niners? I know they had a lot. Yeah, yeah. Turnovers? No, uh, injuries. Oh, sorry. Okay, yeah, sorry. Injuries. Um. So I think rest helped them, and some of their older guys like Sherman and. Um, Is Alexander back? He's back, right, Quan? Yeah, he's a coach's decision. He's been cleared, but um, we'll see. I guess on Saturday. Shanahan's gonna play him. I don't think he'll start. I think he'll kind of rotate in and out with um. Uh, Dre Greenlaw, but just because he's earned it too. Um. But he'll he'll wind up working his way back, and then I think if they, you know, take care of business and go on, he'll probably start the next week. But I think they work him back in just as like D Ford is probably going to only play twenty to thirty snaps, I'm sure. But he's back. They're both back, and Tart's back, so they're 
fully loaded again on defense. Um, Bosa's fine, so if he's going to be there. Bosa's been great, yeah. 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 Man, that's my rookie of the year. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's not even, it's not close to me. And I love Kyler defensive. Murray. It's well, not his, close. Well, what's his name played to? For defensive rookie of the year, what's his name played well for the Raiders? Max Crosby. Like, they have almost identical stats. But the reason why Bosa's better is he had, like, a ridiculous amount of QB pressures and stuff like that. And he just does a lot of stuff. So, um, and he played a lot, too, to be honest. Oh, so he played a he, lot. He played more snaps than I thought he would. And he stayed healthy through it all. And yeah. that was the quite big question coming in for him. Was he going to stay healthy? And he didn't have one injury. Because his big bro can't. No. And he got hurt his last year. And that's why he didn't play and sat out the whole year. But, um, yeah, I just don't I, don't. I don't think that. As long as we can stifle Dalvin Cook a little bit, I think they're screwed. I just don't think Kirk Cousins can win. I mean, he's Owen in big games. So his only big games that I can go off of is Monday Night Football. Primetime games, he's 0-9. Yeah. And 0-9, he week. hasn't won a game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. And, last and, week was the biggest game of his career. he made a big career. throw, but realistically, he didn't play well the rest of the game. Anyway, he, he, okay, so he's 1-9 in, he's one in, nine in big games. <laughs> he's 1-9 in big games. Yeah. Not great. Not good. Well, I don't uh, even remember when that other, you like that. Oh, that was when the Redskins made the playoffs. Okay, so he's... You like that! So, okay, so he's 2-9 or whatever he is, 2-10 in, in big games. That's, that's not good. No. But Jimmy's never played in the playoffs either. So um, Ever. Um, but he's been around the Super Bowl team and, and stuff like that. I, I, I think they're very similar in stats and stuff like that. I just think Jimmy's a winner, in my opinion. I think they're very similar in how Thousand they are. Percent. That he's just, when it comes down to the last moment, I think he's going to win a game and Kirk isn't. Um He's got that BDE, man. That's a And what's real crazy thing. Is, is he has 10 times the receivers that we do. I mean, we have George Kittle, but I mean, they have Thielen and Diggs, and we have rookies and guys that you never heard of. I want everyone on the podcast, just so they can hear it, I want them to hear you walk back your take on Kelsey and uh, uh, Kittle. Oh, saying that he was better? Yeah. Yeah, at this point, he's better. Okay. There you go, podcast listeners. <laughs> At this point. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, no, K- I mean, Kittle's the new he, Gronk. He broke, well, he broke Gronk's record. He's the new Gronkowski. Yeah, he's he's going to be one of the greatest tight ends if he stays healthy. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Ever. Yeah, he's... Because he does both. He's great. And, and I never... I mean, no one would have thought he would have been this good, but I really didn't think he was going to be this good. I thought he'd be an okay tight end. You know, just watching him, I was like, yeah, you know, he's, he's decent. But he didn't really do a ton. And then... Um, I don't even remember what it was. But yeah, he, he's just he's just an all around good tight end. He, he's good at whatever he's doing. So, um, yeah, I think I think for the Vikings, if they were to want to win this game, they need to um, run the ball well. They have 20, to, 25, 30 times. Like they have to run cook it. ham. They have, they have to run it well. Yeah. And Kirk Cousins will have to not turn the ball over at all. It's, at all. Is how they'll have to win, and not saying if we then on the other side of the ball they'll have to figure out whatever Shanahan's doing, which is good luck. You know, <laughs> yeah, because that dude's an absolute <laughs> wizard. So good luck. I he's mean, unreal. I mean, if, if there is some guys to figure it out, it might be Zimmer. You know, he's a good defensive guy, but Zimmer's I just, fantastic. I just don't think that. Um, I just don't think they're going to beat us, in my opinion. I, I to me, I picked us going to the Super Bowl now. Before I was like, eh, you know, I don't know, but the ways we've won, how you know, just yeah, I just think that 
they put it all together and they they just won it. I don't know. I was gonna ask you how bold of a take you think it'd be if I thought you guys catch the Patriots and Steelers this year. And oh, get, and, and get your sixth. Um, I don't think it's that crazy at all. No, they're probably the best team out of the eight remaining, besides Baltimore. Uh, and I think we're a better team than Baltimore too. That was a rainy game when we played them. They won on a field goal. I mean, it was close. I think if they we were played, at home. I think if we played them ten times, I think we win seven out of ten. I think we go seven and three against them. I just think we're a smarter team than they are. I guess. I don't know. I, I just, know. I just still don't do not trust Lamar Jackson. I why? Just, I just well, don't. why is that? Just, do you trust just, him more than Garoppolo or less than Garoppolo? Yes. Why is that? Um, because I don't think that he can go out and win a game with his arm. I think he could win a game with his legs, maybe. But if you take that away from him, he's pretty average. I don't know. I just I'd have to see more out of him for longer. I guess I don't know. Does Baltimore come out of the AFC, or is it Kansas City? <sighs> Okay, so what's the so what's your we'll just go through the games. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Instead of hopping over things, so basically for Niners Vikings, um, I'm with you on every point you made. They gotta just absolutely just they gotta just run Dalvin into the ground, and it's just it's so sad to watch these guys just get ran into the ground. That's what they're gonna have to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're gonna have to run the ball 25, 30, 35 times. You know, get Cook, Ham, whoever the other guy is, get all of them going. Kirk, if he throws more than one interception or has one more more than one fumble, there's no chance they won that football game. The Niners capitalized better than anybody off turnovers. And I think going on the road, even though it's the Bay Area and it's going to be a nice day and they play at 1.30, so the sun's going to be out and it'll be about 55, 60 degrees, I just think, you know, they play in a nice cozy dome. I think, I think it is like 50% chance of rain. But I'll look it up real quick. I know, I know, it was high, and then it's gone down as the week's gone on. But let's um, see. It's it'll be cloudy. I think it's a nice day here in Shasta County. Yeah. Let's see, Santa Clara, California, on Saturday, fifty-seven and cloudy. So I mean, yeah, it's gonna be a mild day. Maybe some rain, you know, but maybe some overcast as well. I just don't see Minnesota. I'm not gonna say they were lucky to win last week because I don't think they were lucky. I, I think they literally just beat the Saints because mm-hmm. the Saints beat themselves the way they have the last three years now. But at the same time, uh, I just don't see them going any further. I think this is the peak for maybe this entire football team. I, I don't see how this football team can get to an NFC Championship minus a Super Bowl. I just personally don't see it, and that's not hate. Being, you know, an Aaron Rodgers yeah. fan or whatever. That's just what I truthfully think. I don't think the Packers are that great either, which we'll get into that in a little bit. But uh, I think Niners are going to win. I don't think it's going to be a blowout. I'll give the Vikings this. I think they're going to make it a tough game. I think it's going to be a close one. I do think there's going to be a lot of points scored. I really do, even though both defenses are elite. I feel like that's just kind of how it goes. I mean, Niners Saints, both teams scored 50 points damn near, and both those defenses are I, good. If I were to predict a score, I, th- I think it's going to be like 34 to 16 or something like that. 34 to 16? Yeah. You think that much of a gap? Yeah. I just think, yeah, we're just a better team, and I think I think Kirk Cousins is going to turn the ball over a couple times, and we're just going to, I don't know. I want to see how we come out, because we've been off for a week. Um, I just I, think they're a young team, so that's not going to affect them. Young Younger teams, I don't think, get affected by the bye week. No. Like, where old teams are going to be a little bit slower. Um just because it's hard to get kind of going when you're older, but um, I, th- I think that team's so young on defense and so young on both sides of the ball, and having those guys all come back is just gonna in their first home playoff game there. It's just it's gonna be a buzzsaw for them. 
I think it's going to be a blowout early. I don't know. Okay. That's just I, that's just what I think. I don't know. Yeah. I, I and they have they have a good veteran on their team. Richard Sherman's probably been their best leader on that team. Yeah. By far, I think he's been the best thing for them. I think you know a lot of a lot of credit's going to go to Shanahan and Robert Sala, but that that is probably one of the best leaders you could have in football. He's like a Ray Lewis. You know, he's just going to rally the team and um, guys want to play with him. So it's still so nuts. Like just thinking where. Like he was part of Lob, and then it's like now he's he wearing a Niners tours, jersey, and he tore his Achilles. Yeah, he what's uh, he just earned all of so people were calling him dumb when he signed the 49ers. I contract. I know where you're going with this. Yeah, with the contract, all of his incentives, him, him doing his own contract, all that yeah. stuff. He said, put this on there. All yeah, all his incentives after his torn Achilles. Everyone's like, you're an idiot. Blah blah. blah. He hit every single incentive. Every I was just gonna get into that bonus that he put on there. He hit. If you want to talk about player empowerment, and the NFL needs this. I mean, you know, LeBron's done a phenomenal job in the NBA, mm-hmm. and so have some other guys. You know, I think Steph, as far as your brand and your contract mm-hmm. and having your own guys, your agent, if you're going to have one at all. It's KD, same shit. But I think NFL-wise, the NFL is very institutionalized. I mean, and I'm not trying to make this a race thing or political thing. The NFL kind of just has that vibe to it. It's, you know, the white guys run this thing. It's all, it's... So with Sherman being his own guy... And incentives and his own agent. I mean, this player empowerment thing. I mean, Sherman, if he's not the head of the NFLPA, he should be. If he, when he retires. Mm-hmm. I mean, this guy is a Stanford graduate, right? He graduated, right? Yeah. And uh, what's his degree in? Communications. It's it's something that journalism. Both. Uh, he's got an MA in something, or at least a BA. But I, I just think he's phenomenal. I've always been a Richard Sherman fan. I've never thought he's had an ego. I think he's just been a perfectly stable guy. I think he's competitive. I think he has a lot of heart. And if I could pay one dude, I would pay Richard Sherman. Yeah, it's communication. Yeah. Master. He's, he got his master's. So he's definitely going to be having a job on Fox or running something. From Stanford. Something. Too, so. From Stanford. Like one of the hardest colleges to get into, yeah. Yeah. For you're graduating from, yeah. For anybody. Yeah, and, yeah, no, and he's the biggest smart. state. He's from Compton. Like you want, you want a story, and he's done a lot. He's yeah. every year he gets voted to be the team's. Uh, what is it, the Walter Payton Award? Yeah, Man of the Year. Yeah, he's he's on there every year. He was on it every year with Seattle, and now he's with us. He just does. I remember he, there was something down there. I think he's from Compton. I could be wrong, but I'm almost positive he is. Yeah, you know what? Uh, so we got the internet for he. I remember seeing something, it was a couple months ago, he, someone had reached out to him and said like, hey, you know, or, or he saw it maybe. Compton. He saw it on Twitter or something that this school wanted to send their kids somewhere to something, some learning thing. And they were trying to raise money and, and uh, they needed to raise like $10,000 or something like that to send them all there. And, and he donated like, like all of it or whatever. Just, you know, he, he, on Twitter, he's like, he's like, send me the, send me the thing or he, so someone wrote something. It was down down in Southern California. He randomly saw it and said, "Hey, send me a send me a thing. I, I got him or whatever." And I'm like, I don't know. That's that stuff makes me like happy because guys who have money, I think, do a lot more than that, and people don't really notice. But so. it's always cool to see, especially guys who come from that background, give back to where they came from, like KD building the basketball court and all that stuff. Like it's just. I promise. They never forget where they LeBron doing all his stuff. That school is nuts. I don't care how much taxpayer money yeah. he used. It's a school. LeBron doing all his stuff. He should support it. 
LeBron doing all his stuff. It's yeah. just So there, I think a lot of the people, because I would say probably 60% of those kids, like the, the reason why they are who they are and how hard they fought and worked is because they come from poverty and come from, you know, want single parent families. I mean, if you hear all the MVPs, it's usually in the NBA, at least it's usually, I mean, Steph excluded, but, um, Harden, yeah. Compton, DeMar well, just, DeRozan. Just, just somewhere, yeah, that was that was just tough. Yeah. LeBron, KD, his mom raised him. Um, Even yeah, outside of sports. It just comes from a hard background. And it's, and it's cool that they never lose sight of that. Most of them never lose sight of that, and they always f- usually find a way to give back in some way. Yeah. Um, I, I still think the Warwick Dunn, Deshaun Watson thing is the craziest thing in the world, but... Um, Hopkins story too. Yeah, both Watson and Hopkins. I mean, both their stories are. But just just nuts. that whole thing, like to come full circle. I mean, work done was in the NFL. Sean Watson was what nine years old, ten years old, and his parent, his mom, and him were homeless. And work done was in the NFL, and he don't he built a house for them. He didn't, you know. Of course, he's not going to know that Deshaun Watson's going to play in the NFL and ten years later. Right. It's just it's it's just chills I get like thinking about it. I'm like that is insane. he planted the seed. Yeah, he planted the seed. It's crazy. Yeah, it's good stuff, man. But yeah, player empowerment, man. Richard Shaw. I'm on the side of the players. I, I'm like how Cowherd is like the big player I, advocate. Yeah, side of the players. I don't care what's going on. I you could talk to me about Richard Sherman, how Anthony Davis handled New Orleans. It's player empowerment. If you, you guys aren't doing shit for me, I'm trying to get out of here. Yeah, and, and my career is so short. And that's not to. Shit on every single owner because there are good ones. Um, great ones. Jed York is one of the great and, ones. And I think especially in the NFL, I think, more so than the NBA. Yeah. And, and that's York. why the NBA has more player um, representation than the NFL. And, and there's also way, you know, way more players in the NFL, of course. Way more. So it's a little bit harder. But, yeah. I mean, yeah. The NFL has some good owners in there. Yeah, and Jed York's okay. I would say he's, you know, he's okay. He he's okay. He he made some mistakes. He, he's also young though too, but not giving Harbaugh the power he wanted. Huh. Yeah, I mean it, it's working out now, but you guys over the last five years, it's like no, uh... he just hired some of the wrong people, said some of the wrong things at some points. You know, but he hasn't been terrible. I wouldn't say he's been a bad. Well, that's a mom and pop thing, right? Didn't his dad own the Niners, his, um, the, the York families, like the Maras and the Rooney's and shit? Um, his uncle was the owner when they won all the Super Bowls, Eddie DeBartolo. Yeah. And then um, his... That's the name of the street. Mom, I don't even remember who took over. But then Marie, he, he took it. Is it Marie DeBartolo? Because that's the name of the street on Levi Stadium. It's one Marie that DeBartolo might, That way. might be, a, I don't know. Anyway, there's like a whole history thing on them. Yeah, and, and I could talk about it for a long time, but anyway, yeah, and DeBartolo is Eddie was one of the best owners when he was there for ever for a long time. So ever, um, he did what it took. Yeah, he spent money, he drafted well. So there, but there are good owners. I mean, Robert Kraft, even though the weird uh, extracurricular stuff they did yeah, in the offseason, whatever. Kraft Hines, come on. So him, um, yeah, fantastic. What's his name? The, the Rooney family. And, Rooney's are amazing. Um, Always going to be amazing. Love the Rooney's. Yeah, there's just, I mean, the Packers. I wasn't a big Al Davis fan, but he was a great owner. He took care of his players, all that stuff. Who are the Packers owners? They've been there. That's a mom and pop thing, too. Oh, that, that whole. Oh, no. Uh, the, the fans own the, fans, the Packers. Yeah, the, the city owns them. Yeah, the city. Yeah, Green Bay Packers Incorporated. 
360,760 stockholders governed by a board of directors. Yep. Wow. That's really sick. The team president is Mark Murphy. Yeah. Mark Murphy is the team president. I don't know why. That is I, that is uh, one of the things that is on that's my sick. bucket list is to is to go to a Green Bay game if you can ever get in. But um, <laughs> yeah, Lambeau Field would be nuts. Yeah, it, we can find a way. There's a, well, there's I mean yeah you can. Yeah. There's uh, season tickets are the ones that you can't get. Um, yeah, those are always gonna be sold out. Well, they're like forty years on backtrack or something. Like they're <laughs> legit. They're like twenty years or something like that. It's something insane. Like on back order, like people are on lists for like twenty years. Yeah. I bet. I mean, Packers are that franchise. Yeah. There's very few franchises there, as iconic. Yeah. Anyway, let's let's get back around. To, <laughs> Shit. So, we haven't been here in a while. We're just all over the place. Um, so, so the night game on Saturday. See, these two AFC games, I just don't honestly give a fuck about. I'm not going to watch either I, of these games. Titans, Ravens, like, come on. I think the Titans can win that game. I mean, I, I do too, but... I really do. I, I think that Lamar has a bad game, two weeks off. Um... Yeah, I just think they three weeks. I thought three weeks off because he well, took seventeen in the last week. So two. He hasn't played in three weeks. Yeah, technically, yeah. Yeah, I remember you were saying that a couple days ago. Or whatever, yeah, when you came and, in. And, yeah. And, he, and he's a hundred percent a rhythm guy. So I think he's gonna he could come out playing really bad, and they could put him in a hole. I I, I don't know. I don't know if I mean no one's really stopped Derrick Henry all year. So um, they didn't play this year, right? Who's that? Titans are, no, I don't think they face each other. Yeah, I don't think so either. So as long as up. as long Let's as Tannehill see. limits his mistakes, I think I think they'll be okay, and I think they could win that game. Um, I don't the the Ravens aren't they're good, but I, they're not as good as people want to think they are. Are we sure about that? Yeah, their offense is no, I mean, no, they're good. Besides Lamar. Mark Andrews, Marquise Brown, Mark Ingram. They're loaded. Yeah, but I, I don't think those guys are... Uh, Mark Ingram's phenomenal, so I, I'm not going to put anything... But the Andrews is a good tight end. Yeah, he, he's, he's serviceable. He's, but he's top not, seven. But I think there's like... I don't know. I, I'm just not sold on them. And I guess I'll see if they make the Super Bowl and all that stuff, but... Um, so you might have to eat your words here in a few, couple, a couple and, weeks. And, and, and I will face them. them. I will on them, but... Um, they're just a well-coached team. I mean, they, you know, again, they were, you know, not protected to do this well. I mean, most people no. were like, you know, thinking that they were going to be bad because Lamar. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think this is another RG three situation though, where it's he's feared so much because he can run. Um, so we'll see. You think it's an RG three? See, I think it's a Mahomes thing. No. I tried telling everybody he's not going to have that great of a year. He's just not. And I mean, I know oh, he got hurt, but no, I, he, kind, he didn't have a great year compared to RG three. Is because I never thought RG three was that good. Anyways, I thought he's more of a college guy. Yeah. Um, and I think, and I've always believed that Lamar too. I, I think he's a little bit more talented running wise, and that's why he'll last a little bit longer. And I think he's smarter than RG three was, but I don't think. He's not the reason why I don't say Mahomes is because Mahomes is next level talent with his arm, and Lamar's not. Um, so, yeah, I just I just want to see it, you know, him play some of these good, better teams, and really they're they're really not that good at teams to be honest that are left. I mean, I that are defensively. I mean, the Bills got balanced. 
Yep. That was the best defensive team in the AFC. Yeah. The Patriots were a good defensive team. Yeah. So really, they have kind of an easy road into the Super Bowl. Easier. I wouldn't say easy, but Because they are going to have to see Mahomes. Without those guys. Yeah. Yeah. But that defense is bad. Yeah. Or pr- pretty bad. Yeah. Um, Worse than last year. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. They will have home field. I mean, I... And I, they're going to have home field. They're going to have home field. So there's so that. So it, it'll be hard... The odds are stacked up for them, which should be. They won and, and did all that stuff. But um, I, I think the Titans can beat them. I, I, I do. I think if they're there's a this is the time to catch them is now having two weeks off and stuff like that. So, you think Titans are gonna win? I, I if I were to pick, yeah, I'm gonna pick the Titans. You're gonna pick the Titans. I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna, go I, I, I'm gonna believe what I've been saying. I, I think that I'm they're gonna write this down. A, I'm gonna write this down. Yeah, we'll put this down. So, Steve, obviously you got your Niners and Tennessee. So we're halfway to our conference championship prediction. I I got Ravens all the way. I think the Titans are a very good team. I've been pleasantly surprised by Tannehill. Mm-hmm. I, I'll walk back what I said about him. Uh, I was wrong about that. And Derrick Henry's a stud. Uh, I wonder how hard it is for him to sleep with that hairdo. Um, but <laughs> I mean, can you imagine like I'm at like the weekend with all his hair? Like, dude, they I probably, I mean, they probably, I'm guessing they like wash it maybe, you know, at night and like it's laid down, maybe they comb it down or something. I have no idea. That's going to take hours to get that, that rat tail or whatever they call that. That, that I have no idea. <laughs> How would you sleep with that? They probably just get used to it, I guess. Yeah. I don't know, man. But Derrick Henry, either way, he's a total stud and a half. And we all know that. He's probably the best running back left in the playoffs besides Aaron Jones. But I'd say he's better than Aaron Jones. I don't know. I think Dalvin, Dalvin's there right now. He's a little banged up, though. Yeah, but I think I think he's probably the best one, talent-wise. Derrick Henry's really good, and I'm not going to take that away from him. But and he's been good. Henry's been good for a few years now. I think, I think Dalvin's more versatile than... Than Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry's not really catching passes. He's not doing a lot of the other stuff. He's just downhill coming yeah, at and you. Dalvin, Dalvin could kind of do a little bit of everything. Um, Henry's more of a force. He's oh my huge. God. But, like what, um, 240? I would, I'll, I'll give them like the tie. Those two the tie. But yeah. It's between those two, for sure. Yeah, and then Aaron Jones. And Aaron Jones is not far behind them either. So Aaron Jones is more of like an Alvin Kamara, though, where he's kind of... Shifty. does a lot of stuff. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Um, I think Vrabel, excellent coach. I mean, he's in my top three candidates for coach of the year. I think it's him, uh, McDermott, and uh, Shanahan. And uh, I think the Titans are a very good team. I just – I don't think they're the team to knock off the number one seed. I, I just don't. I understand what you're saying about Lamar. And I have my own convictions about Lamar and what he can do in the playoffs. Because last time we saw him in the playoffs, he stunk up the joint, let, man. Let me, let me uh, backtrack on him, though, a little bit. I, Lamar? I love Lamar. Like, I love him. I do too. He's great. I love everything about him. He, how he carries himself, what he says, everything that he plays for. Um, I like him as a, as a, if I were, if you were to look at him as just a, as a guy, he, he's like a Tim Tebow. Like, you want him to be the leader of your locker room and all that stuff. He says all the right things. He does all the right things. He has all the, those types of intangibles that you would want for a leader to be of, of your football team. So, I, I would give him an A plus on that. It's just the other side of the thing, which has always been the question I think of him, is the on field stuff. You know, what's he going to bring with his arm? So, I mean, we know he's going to deliver with his legs. It's just oh yeah, he can, he can hang in the pocket. And, for that. Yeah, 
Um, where was I at? Vrabel. Yeah. I, I think Vrabel's fantastic. And I just, I, I, I really do like this Titans team. And I kind of feel the same way I feel about the Vikings. I think this is kind of, with this cons- current roster, this is kind of like their peak. I think they'll keep it a close game. They're not going to get embarrassed or blown out. I will be very surprised if they got blown out or embarrassed. Because I think they showed a whole lot of poise against the Patriots last week. Probably the most of any team that played last week. They probably showed the most just stay calm. We're going to just keep to our game plan. Give the ball to Henry. They'll probably do more of the same. I think they're going to open it up for Tannehill. They have to. He has to throw more than 60 yards in this game. Mm-hmm. And uh, complete more than 12 passes or whatever he did. But I, I think ultimately at home, I don't, I don't really care where the game was at to be honest. I, th- I think Ravens are going to pull this out. And I think it's going to be pretty easy. I think the first half will be interesting. After that, I think it's going to be all Ingram and Jackson. And it's just... You know, cause I, I I think Mark Ingram is fantastic. Oh yeah. Um, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say 27 to 17. I don't think it's gonna be a crazy blowout. I don't think it's gonna be a, you know, shootout. Yeah, but. yeah I think it's I think it's gonna be 27 23. Okay, so. 23 points. Yeah. I think Henry has two touchdowns, receiving, rushing, whatever you but want. But I to think do. the Titans win. 27 23 Titans. Okay. Oh, that's right. You have Titans. Let's see who I got. I'll just mark my picks. Oh yeah, I got my picks. So yeah, I got Niners and Ravens so far. For the weekend. Uh, let's move to the other AFC game. So this is the Sunday morning game. Uh, morning as in, I think, 1245, mm-hmm. 1230. So I guess afternoon, technically. We have the Houston Texans visiting the Kansas City Chiefs at Arrowhead. Um, Steve, I'll let you go in. Who do you got and why? Um, yes, yeah, the Chiefs. The Chiefs are going to win that game. This is, this is like that... Um, Oh, Andy Reid's just good in the beginnings of the playoffs, and then and it's and again, it's never he gets a lot of the blame, but it's never really he him. does. He gets a bad rap. It's never really him. It's usually some some big play happens, and they the team gave it up, or the quarterback made some mistake, or whatever. Um, <laughs> but he usually will get to the AFC Championship, so I think that he's gonna, they're going to be in the AFC AFC Championship again. Um, yeah, I, I don't think I don't see them losing that game. That's all? Because <laughs> they're, I mean, they're just a good roster. I mean, yeah. They're good offensively. Um Yeah. I don't I yeah. I don't see them losing that game to and, and I like Deshaun Watson a lot. I've always liked him a lot. I think he's a winner. He's smart. Um he just his offensive line's really bad. And yeah. um their defense is kinda old in spots. they're they're a good team. They just never quite put it all together all at the same time. Like, Stills will have a good game. Hopkins won't. Um, Fuller. Yeah. Fuller's got to be healthy they, they, if they, they want to win. They have, like, one of the best trios of receivers. They do. Um, I still think they have the best receiver, but that's just me. Yeah. I, mean, I, I think Thomas is a product of that offense. I just he's, do. He's it's there. not hate. I just... I don't know. know. I think... Hopkins grubs, man. Yeah. He but he eats. also dropped some balls, too, that I was like, all right, dude. But, yeah. <laughs> Anyway, um, how big of a blowout, if at all, do you think it? I don't be? think it's a blowout. I think they win by like. I I think that game's higher scoring. I don't think it's crazy high scoring, but I think it's like thirty four to like. Actually, I think I think it is a close game, but they don't really. It's not. It's it's like one of those games where it's close, but it's not. You know what I mean? Like they, the scores more not the really the indicator. I think it's like like 37-31, which is high scoring, but it's not like crazy. Um, yeah, somewhere in there. 
38-31 or 37-31. think Texas will score 31 points? I think they do. I think they put up some points on that really bad defense. I think Hopkins plays well, and I think I think this is the game where they play well, both of them. But I don't think that I think Watson makes a mistake or something, you know, somewhere along the lines where. Um, <laughs> I can see it right now. Just it's fourth quarter, six thirty-two to go. Yeah, they're like the Chiefs forty-seven. He just fucking drops back and just delivers a pick, and it's Mm -hmm. like, oh my god. And then they go down and score, and then that's it. That's the season. Yeah, I I I do think that's how it goes, somewhat like that. I got a, I got thirty-four seventeen Chiefs. Uh, I really don't think the Texans are going to do much of anything. I don't think they're that great of a team. Uh, Even though I love DeAndre Hopkins, I just don't, and and Deshaun Watson for that matter. I just they don't have a run game. If it's not yeah. Deshaun Watson, that's yeah. another thing. They don't oh, have to worry about that. Been good. I don't think he's he's just he's been how he was with us too. He's just kind of hit or miss on plays. He'll have ten bad plays and then he'll have two home run plays where he just looks like he should. Who's that dude? Carlos Johnson? Hyde. Oh, Carlos Hyde. Okay. Yeah. So um, their their offensive line is just bad. If if their offensive line and I don't know why they're still bad. I mean, Tunsil has helped them. So they were yeah. all their their trades that they made were smart. Every single trade that they made was smart. Getting rid of Clowney, getting oh my god Tunsil on the offensive line, getting um can't even think of his name. Um, I couldn't tell you. I don't wide receiver that we just talked about. Oh, a four. Full, no, uh, from the Dolphins. Stills. Shit. Yeah, yeah, Kenny Stills. Kenny yeah. Stills. Getting Kenny Stills. Um. So getting Tunzel and Stills from the Dolphins was was huge. I thought that was smart. Um, Stills maybe not as big, but he's been big for them. Um, he's been a really good number. He's yeah, he's their second best receiver. But um, even though I like Fuller a lot, I do um, too. Tunzel helped. He has the most false start penalties in the league though. But still, he's he's a good young lineman that they needed. I think that they still need help there, um, and. Getting rid of Clowney again was was huge. I mean, he's just he's next level talent, but he is below average production. He should have been ejected for that game because of injuries. Because of he just hasn't been what he should be. He'll he'll jump off the page on one play, maybe once a game, if that. And then you're like, where did he go? Can we be totally honest? Jadavion Clowney's the most overhyped defensive lineman in the history of the National Football League. This guy made one play, and that's why he got first overall I don't know pick. If, I don't know if it, he made one fucking play. Well, that was the big one. He he made some some pretty big plays, but he's he's very talented. He just never he's hurt all the time, and he just doesn't. I don't know. He's just not. He doesn't get it. You think? No, I just I don't know what it is with him. I don't think there's anything. There's nothing off the field really wrong with him. No. He's a good teammate. Like, I don't think there's anything wrong with him. I just think he hasn't produced in the NFL. And he's still talented. You can see it on some plays. Like, you're like, holy crap, this is why he was this big. But he just hasn't done it, and they were smart for, for moving on. I don't think Seattle resigns him. No. And if they do, they're going to lowball him, which they should. Yeah. You know, lowball him in, in, in the means of they're going to lowball him in his mind and people's minds of thinking, well, he should be paid like this. Well, he hasn't played up to that. Yeah, you're not getting an Aaron Donald contract, so, yeah. just so you know. And, and I don't yeah. think he's going to ask for that. But No, he shouldn't. He'll probably ask for um, a lot more money than he's played up to. Um, yeah. So I think his contract will be loaded in incentives. 
but um, yeah, I don't sure. know what he winds up doing. I think he winds up going to like Arizona or something. But anyway. oh, okay. Um, and we'll see. Maybe the Patriots somehow slow get a low ball deal on him. Somehow, but, I mean, they are the Patriots, and then they turn him around, of course. But yeah, <laughs> just like AB, and do. yeah, that's what they do. But yeah, anyway, um, I, I, I like the Texans. I think they're they're headed in the right direction. I like Bill O'Brien to a point. To a point. Yeah, to a point. I think he's a good I don't coach. think he's that guy. I don't think he's... I don't think he's... Uh, it just depends. I think he's a solid coach and a good... He's a, he's a really good... He's a really good coach. I'm, I'm going to say that. Do I think that he's a Super Bowl level coach? I don't know about that. I don't think so. But I think he's a good coach. I, I don't, yeah. I, I'm not going to... I don't I think they fire should fire him. him or, no, not at Or all. move on from him, but... Not at all. Um... I think they just need some help offensive offensive line, get a little younger on defense, and um, yeah, I think the I think that they'll they'll stick around, probably be around, you know, whatever they are this year, next year, probably move up, maybe ten to six. I mean, they could win they could win that division. I mean, it's not that good of a division to be honest. Yeah, the, I mean, this is you know, thank you for bringing that point up. But this is what they do every year. The Texans they yeah. win the division kind of by default, you know, or they at least get a wild card spot. Yeah, because the Colts have been good. Really Colts, yeah, and. Um, I just, you know, they get in the playoffs and they may win a home playoff game or it may come down to where they almost lose it and then they'll go on the road and then they just get stomped. And but that's, that's same the, song and dance. That's the parody of the league and why the NFL is so... The reason why the NFL is so much more popular than the NBA is because of um, the parodies. Because yeah. one, I mean, again, just because some of these teams have moved on doesn't mean they're a better team. You know, doesn't mean you know that that's the cool thing about the NFL is it's one game, and if you make the wrong play on one play, you're out. So, yeah, I don't think the Vikings are a better team than the Saints. I don't no. care what last week showed. I no, just, I, I don't and think I don't that. think so either. I, I again, they're a better team on paper, but for everything that they've been this year, no, no, they're not. They the just Saints, simply the aren't. Saints are a better team. They're a better defensive team and they're a better <laughs> offensive. They've just been a better team. Yeah, but they didn't play like that last week and they lost. And the Vikings out. fans will tell you they shouldn't have won that game. Yeah, their fans will tell you that. But Still the Saints shouldn't have won it either. So <laughs> yeah, the Saints have deserved so, it. Coin yeah. toss and the Vikings won it. They shouldn't have even beat the Eagles last year if it wasn't for Alshon Jeffrey and you know all that shit. Um, <laughs> but anyway, yeah, I got Chiefs. I think it's gonna be a pretty uh, handedly won. I think game. that's the only game to me that's easy to yeah. say that they're gonna win. Yeah, I mean, to me, I, now a lot of people would say you're an idiot. The Ravens are gonna blow out the Titans. And and I well, this say, AFC game and, and I and I could say that too. I mean, yeah, I, I could agree with that for yeah. how they played all year and the Titans being a six seed, obviously. But I just, you know, again, I just think that the Titans are a, a well coached team, and then they've had a couple weeks off, and we'll see what happens. All right. So then the Sunday night game, which I wish both NFC games were on the same day. Yeah, I did like too. they did last week. Yeah, the, the uh, NFC games were on Sunday and the AFC. Yeah. Games. Right. But I'm glad it's not because I work all day Sunday, so I wouldn't have been able to watch the game. So I am glad it is um, on the day on Saturday because I can watch it. But So, real quick, bathroom break. Okay, and we are back. So, uh, as Steve was alluding to, getting into, we have the final game of the weekend. We have the Seattle Seahawks visiting the number two seed in the NFC, Green Bay Packers, who are coming off a bye. Um, Steve, I'll throw it to you again. Seahawks, Packers, who you got and why? I think this is going to be my favorite game to watch. Because of a couple things. I think um, I love watching Russell Wilson. And then I love, of course, Aaron Rodgers. Oh, man. I love Aaron Rodgers. So I think... Those Bad, are, man. 
those are two uh, quarterbacks that I could watch all the time. Aaron Rodgers is, you know, a little bit uh, better, but Russell Wilson just always finds a way to win, and he's and he's just a a good dude. He's a stand-up guy. He's a good dude. Yeah, hundred um, percent. One of the best dudes in the league. So, I I I'm gonna enjoy that game for for a few different reasons. One, because I think the Packers are gonna win. Um, okay, and you're a Niner fan, so you like so, that. So Seattle losing will make me happy. I'm uh, as much as uh, it's funny because my dad rooted for. I don't even know who he rooted for to be honest all the time, but he liked he liked like the Pac-10. Just being from here, I think, but um, so he liked USC when they were good with Reggie Bush and all that stuff. So he liked Pete Carroll, and so when he went to uh, to Seattle, I'm like, you still like Pete? And he's like, it's hard, hard not to, hard not to uh, something. I don't even remember what he said, but and and so I've always had this like internal conflict. Like he's a good coach, but I hate him because he's for Seattle, and I think he's over the top and annoying, you know, um, for an NFL coach. He's definitely college coachy, where he's yelling and running up and down the sideline at seven years old. <laughs> yeah, um, that's and, impressive. And, and he's a great coach. I'm glad you know he's got the success that he has because he is a really good coach, and and uh, the players love him, and he's pro player and all that stuff. Yeah, but I like to see him lose too. So, well, unless you're Marshawn Lynch. Yeah, because he's not pro Marshawn Lynch at all, even though he's back on the team. Well, he got him on that team. To be honest, he made the phone call to him. He should have. There was a story. Well, there was a story. Um, so a month before the injuries started happening, he had called Marshawn and he said, you know, what do you think about if something, you know, something crazy happened and we needed you to come back. And he started training a little bit to, you know, in case it happened. And well, a month later, it all happened. Yeah. So he actually was the one who made the phone call to him. Um, Marshawn talked about it, I think, or Pete did. I don't even remember where it came, where that story came from, but. Um. Yeah, he's not pro form on the on the one yard line, but <laughs> that's anyway. still just yeah. Anyway, I, I under How? you know what's crazy is I understand as as like a thinking as like a coach would. What was funny is in that moment when it happened, I was like, he's gonna throw the ball. Everyone was that's like, my buddy oh, Marshall, Travis said Marshawn's Marshawn's gonna run run it in, and I'm like, no, he's gonna throw the ball, and it was to me it's smart because they're thinking he's gonna run the ball, so why not throw it? Because if, if 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 the defense is playing run and it pass and you're going right into them, I disagree. Because you have four tries and you're oh, yeah, right yeah. there but, at the doorstep. But I think on that on that what was the first down? It was first down. I think that's when you try it. Is right then you're gonna catch him off guard. Ugh. And what's his name was just playing so close to him. I here's the thing. I don't think it was the wrong call. I think it was the wrong throw. Yeah, for that's sure. what it was. So Pete set him up, set the team up, called the right call, but Russell threw the wrong play. He threw he threw it immediately to a guy who's playing close coverage on the goal line, and he just jumped it. So I I don't I don't blame Pete on that play. I blame Russell more than him, in my opinion. I I think as a coach, I I would I I agreed with the call. I thought it was a good I thought it was a good play call. And really? Then, yeah. And then if it if it doesn't work on that play, you run. Then you run it because they're then then they're you know. But to me, it, it caught him off guard. I'm like, they're gonna throw the ball here. I was like, this that's smart. And then Russell just threw a bad pass. <laughs> and it wasn't even that bad of a pass. It was well, it was it was a bad decision. 
It was a bad decision. Bad decision. I don't think it was a bad throw. Not bad decision and a better read by um, the man who's been terrible after that. But I, I was gonna say, I mean, you know, he he got his credit for sure. But I mean, that's a that's Malcolm Butler's play to make. That's the Seahawks didn't lose that game as much as I think the Patriots just won the game. Yeah, yeah. I, I just they were, they were destined to win that game. Yeah. Yeah, because Seahawks would have been back-to-back Super Bowl champs. And it's weird and, how you can just yeah. feel it sometimes. Like I said, in that Atlanta game, it was 28-3. And I was like, everyone was sitting around me. I'm like, dude, he's going to come back. I was like, I don't know if he's going to win this game, but I was like, they're going to come back. I just felt something weird. I was like, they're going to keep throwing the ball, and they're going to be stupid. They're just going to keep throwing it. I was like, this is what Atlanta does. Like, they, I, they don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, um, Yeah. What was the, oh yeah? Oh, yeah. Well, do you trust Shanahan in this situation so though? Getting, yeah, I think he's because he learned from that Super Bowl. I, I think stuff. he learned, and also, I mean, he's not also the one making these plays in the game. You know, he again, Pete Carroll called a play, and Russell Wilson didn't execute the play. Or, Got to execute. He kind of did, but he, he, again, he to me, he rushed the play. Um, yeah. So, Seahawks Packers. Seahawks Packers. Yeah. I think the Packers win this game, and I think mm. it's, I think it's an ugly game early on. Oh yeah. I think it's a very ugly game from oh, yeah. the standpoint of the Packers have been off. Um, but I think in the second half, I think it winds up being a high scoring game. Like I think first first half it's low scoring. I think it's like, I don't even know nine to seven or something like that. I'll say I can see a six to three half. Like a ten to nine or something like that. Yeah. Um, but then I think both quarterbacks come out blazing in the second half, and I think Aaron Rodgers catches his, his finally his his um, his win that he's been looking for all all year, where he plays really well. Um, and a lot of it's not his fault. Jimmy Graham's a bum, in my opinion, at this yeah. point in his career. He drops a lot of passes, oh wide God. open passes for him. Um, and Devontae Adams has made some drops. Now, granted, he's been hurt, and it's hard for guys to come back and rhythm and stuff, and he's made some good plays too. But um, I think Aaron has one of those games where, like, that's why he's MVP and, and all that stuff, and they go into the NFC Championship game looking good. And, and that's a very good defensive team too um, for the Packers. They're, they're very hit and miss, Whereas they're <laughs> like if they're not getting turnovers, they're not really doing a lot, or getting sacks or turnovers, they're not doing a lot. Like it's hard for them to do a ton of stuff. But if they are getting those guys those. on the guys they signed in the offseason were so so huge. Zadarius I mean, Smith. Yeah, I mean they have like thirty sacks between the two of them. So getting a new head coach, getting rid of Clay Matthews. <clears throat> yeah, Packers made every move they made was a good move this last yeah, offseason. And, and, every and, move and every team that wound up. Well, I mean, I guess there there was a lot of teams that I thought made like A plus like all around moves. The Raiders, I Ra- think, made yeah Raiders, Ravens, uh, the Forty ers and the Packers. I think those were all teams that made like A plus everything. Draft, free agency, coaches. I mean, Gruden was already there, but Gruden um, killed and, and the draft. Was there, but yeah, Gruden the Forty ers and Raiders in general were. Unbelievable in how they drafted. Yeah. And free agency and all that stuff. I mean, AB struck out, but that's not their fault. They still signed a number one guy in the league, and he just wound up being a, a head case. Anyway, back right. to the Packers. Yeah. They, um, yeah, they're just a good, they're a good team. They, they shouldn't be 13 and three, but they're talented to be 13 and three. Like, they're talented enough to be a 13 and three team. They just won games 
really u- ugly, I guess. Yeah. They just want some ugly games. I mean, in the game that they played, what they played the Cowboys, they were up 23 nothing and then they didn't score again. Oh, no, the Vikings. They were up 23 nothing and then didn't score again and still won the game. So, and that's just been kind of how their season is. And once they put it together, though, I've said this, they were my pick, right? Yeah, the Patriots packs. Yes, that was your Super Bowl pick, yeah. Um, they're still that team to me. Like they're still a really good team because of because of Aaron Rodgers and because of their guys that they signed in the offseason. Um, so yeah, I th- I think Seattle plays well and they play good enough to be in it right at the end. But I think Seattle gets got in the end again um, because they played a lot of close games that they they really should have won or lost. They won ten games by seven points or less. It's crazy. The Seahawks and give them and give them credit for Russell Wilson pulling them out and every basically every one of the, it was him. It was him. It wasn't it was the him. defense holding on. It no. was it was him. It wasn't even really Carson. As as Russell Wilson goes, they go. So that's how it is. I mean, yeah, the running games helped helped him, but um, he's been he's the guy, and that's why he's you know you know it, it was right there in the MVP race all year. Yeah. So. Um, I think the buck stops here with Seattle. Uh, I think their run game is non-existent. I think even with Chris Carson, who I do like and I do think is really good, I, I just still think this is probably it for Seattle for the season. They just Their team's not that great uh, for everything you just said. But I, I want to hit on the Packers' points because I know I've caught a lot of flack this year for changing my fucking team and all that. So I'll be totally objective. I'll be totally 100% objective about these Green Bay Packers. Packers should be 9-7 or 10-6. and six. Mm-hmm. The Packers got absolutely embarrassed in the one game I went to this season. I mean, they got crushed. They only scored because, uh, you know, the NFL has, uh, you know, the, the, the um, point spreads and whatnot for oh, Vegas. Yeah. And, you know, they got to make sure they hit some point spreads and stuff. Because, uh, I mean, that's such a bullshit Sherman personal thought. Like, fam, come on. Um, the Packers looked absolutely awful against the 49ers, and that's going to be interesting because I do think it's going to be Packers-Niners again, like I thought it would be, like I was telling those fucking fans. Um, and I don't think they're that great. I, I believe in Aaron Jones. Aaron Rodgers, at this point in his career, I love Aaron Rodgers. He's not that guy anymore. I don't know if he can win a Super Bowl anymore. I mean, he's – and I think a lot of it isn't the fact that he's getting older and he's losing it because, I mean, everyone loses it a little bit. I think it's injuries. The last couple of years, he had the knee thing against the Bears. He still played all season, even though they had a bad year. And the year before that, he broke his collarbone yet again. Yeah. I think it was his throwing arm collarbone, right? No, oh, he's broken he's, he, his collarbone too. Many times. Yeah, and for him to still be able to zing the ball the way he does, and I mean, he's he's phenomenal. But the Green Bay Packers are not that great of a team, and I think neither are the Seattle Seahawks. I think they both won a lot of games that were close. I think um, it was a lot of luck for the Packers as well in a lot of those games. They should have lost to the Lions twice, as bad as that sounds, especially the Monday night game. If they don't throw, once again, two awful calls so the Packers can win and make the playoffs and more ratings for the NFL, because I think that's all what this shit is, man. It's all controlled and shit. Um, You know, if that doesn't happen, then, you know, they could be 11-5. and They're losing two to Detroit. Then they're 4-2 and in the division. Then Minnesota may be able to get this seed. And then everything changes. Um... I do think the Packers are the second best remaining NFC team. I think they're better than the Vikings and Seahawks. Um, and I, I just, especially going into Lambeau yeah. on a week off, I just don't think the Seahawks have the firepower. But then again, I mean, the, the Packers, you know, I'm surprised they've won five games in a row. I mean, they haven't played a full game all year long. They have not played full four full quarters. They just haven't. Uh, I think LaFleur's an excellent coach. 
Uh, as Stephen A. calls him, Le Fleu. Have you seen that? <laughs> I think Le Fleur is an excellent coach. I think Aaron Rodgers is excellent. I think Aaron Jones is excellent. I trust the defense more than I have in years past. But, I mean, if they win, the two times they went to the West Coast this year, they laid a fucking egg. And, I mean, it was bad both times. I mean, the Chargers? It's like, I just, it was really bad both times they went West this season. And they're going to have to go West. I, I don't think Vikings win. And if they do, it's Vikings, Packers, and the NFC Championship. And Packers got that all the way. But it's not going to be. That's wild. <laughs> if it winds up being that, I'm, Vikings, I'm Packers. I'm literally sick. What if it's Seahawks, Vikings? Oh, my God. Well, who would be the home team? Seahawks. Yeah. Vikings, that, that already happened. Seed. Five and six seed. Oh my god, I, I just I'm not a big believer in this Packer team. Uh, I mean, truth be told, I mean I did say a whole lot of shit to those Niner fans at Levi's talking about we'll see you in January, we'll see what happens in January, and we're gonna see what happens in January. I don't think it's gonna work out well for them. I have the Packers winning. I think it's gonna be. I want to say. I don't think the Packers are even going to score that much. I think they're going to come out. They're going to be lazy. I think they're going to probably lay an egg in the first half. And, I mean, not in the sense of scoring zero, but scoring three or six or just not being on your game. I just – the Packers have not impressed me all year long. They should not be 13-3. and three. And I think they're going to win. I think they're going to go to Levi's. But I got 24-20 to 20 Packers. I think it will be a close game. But the Seahawks just don't have enough, uh, enough juice, if you will, to get there. I know this is crazy, but I think that in the first half, like I said, it's going to be like a close game, and I think the one score that's going to happen, I think there's going to be a blocked punt. I don't know why. I just feel like there's going to be some special teams play that happens, and, and that's going to be the one score, and it's like 7-6 to six first half. Yeah. And, and it'll probably be Seattle blocking the punt. Um, and you're again, right. But again, I, I think that the second half is going to be a lot different. Um, I think both quarterbacks come out and play well, and um, teams settle down, and I don't know what the weather's going to be like there either. <laughs> Frigid. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's going to be cold, but if it's let's if see. It's snowing, then then who knows? But um, yeah, I, I, I'm I'm excited. Like I said, I'm the most excited for that game because I think it's going to be. It has the chance to be the closest. Twenty-three degrees is the high. Yeah, it's going to be cold. Which favors the Packers? They're they're from there, and Aaron Rodgers has played there before, so yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, I, I'm excited point. for that game because I just always like the those games too. I think for some reason Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson games are always fun to watch on primetime games. They're just the I, I mean I think it's just the Packer magic. I think it's just always something there that you just that I like watching or the Patriots. There's just like I think it's an East Coast thing to me actually. Yeah, I think it's just more of like a those North teams. I don't know. It's just football. Football lore and all that stuff of those, those teams. I mean, what are you going to do in the winter? It is colder so than hell. So I just love watching those games. Yeah. Um, they love their football. So I think it's going to be a close game. I th- again, I think it's going to be an ugly first half, and then they both come out firing in the second, and it, and it winds up being like a, you know, I don't know. I don't know what the score would be. I got 24 20, or 20 26, Packers. 26, 23 maybe. It's going to be like a field goal game, I think going to be right there close at the end and um but i think the packers pull it out and the reason why i want the packers is because i'm more scared of seattle for us because of you niner fans are not because (laughs) you guys do not want to see seattle because of russell wilson yeah um 
because we have a problem with mobile quarterbacks. Not saying that Aaron Rodgers isn't mobile, but he's not doing that much anymore in his career. Yeah, he's not 14 he'll, he'll take off and, and run for like a 15-yard run out of bounds, but he's not going to run six or seven times in a game and burn you in big drives. Um, so that's why I'm worried about Seattle. But I'm also worried about Aaron Rodgers playing Aaron Rodgers too. Um, but we've also killed, killed them this year, so... Not always plays in the back of people's minds, but he's also a resilient player, and they could wind up blowing us out. Who knows? I don't know. But um, I'm excited for that game. I'm excited for both NFC games. I think the other one will be good, too, the Tennessee Ravens game. I think it'll be good for most of it. I think you know they might wind up getting blown out at the end or something, but um, the other game I'm not really excited for. Uh, even though Texas the, even, even though those are going to be the two future quarterbacks of the NFL, um, I don't know. I just some I, I think it's something about the Texans in general. Just I just don't like watching them. I don't yeah, I don't why. either. Just, I really don't. I don't know what it is. And Sean Watson's really exciting to watch, but the rest of the team's just boring. I don't yeah. know. I just I don't I don't get. I don't know. I just don't have like an interest watching them as much. And and, and of course I'm going to watch any game that's on, but. Um, Coming one more point about Rodgers. We're getting to the end of the road. He's talking about how he goes home and drinks scotch after practice, and he just bought a $30 million mansion with his probably soon-to-be wife, Danica Patrick, in Malibu, and you know, he just all the State Farm commercials. Now he's ushering in Mahomes into State Farm, and kind of he's making his way out of it, it seems like, even though he still does them and whatnot. Um, not as frequently. I just think we're nearing... The part where, okay, Rodgers is going to probably retire here in the next two to three, four years. I mean, I just don't – he's not going to pull a Brady. He's just not. I don't think oh, no, that's don't how think he's, he's wired. I don't think he's going to play – I think he retires at 40, which is four. five years. Yeah. Four. Because he's 36 right now. Yeah, he turns so 37 years. this year. So, yeah, so a couple more years. I think he – I mean, it just depends. I guess if they wind up becoming a powerhouse there with the young guys and – you know, then then why retire? But um, I guess we'll just see as time goes. But yeah, I, I think if it were to just kind of keep going how it is, yeah, I think he's 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 got less. He, I mean, he's probably he'll probably retire about the same time as Tom, in my opinion. Yeah. Barring injuries from both sides, yeah. Yeah. I think they'll go out about the same time. But I mean, and, and this is the to, to wrap up the Rogers point. I mean, we talk about you know, the retirement and 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 the, the house and the scotch and shit, but. You know, and he's wanting to get married. He has—I don't think he has any kids. He's probably going to want kids. He's getting up there in age. You got to—you know—as a man, everyone knows you got to have some kids before forty-five. Because it's, if you want them, if you want them, because you know it, the body gets a little weird and stuff. But I, I think overall, what I'm trying to say is this is maybe his ha- last hurrah. This is maybe the Packers' last chance to give him he, a Super Bowl. I think he's got another year window for him at least. Um, it's getting close, I, I man. I think he's got—I think he's got one more big year coming up next year if, if they don't do it this year I think they could still do it next year but yeah it's coming up on the close for his window and, and it Dang. sucks because wh- what I feel as a sports fan is it just sucks and you know we're probably never going to get to see Brady versus Rodgers never going to no, get to we're, see we're not big, going to, the, big, no. the big heavy and I was hoping it'd we're be not. this year I was hoping that this would be the year that I we remember you said it. that yeah I went back and listened to it um, yeah. it's, it's and it just sucks that we're not going to get it you know we you know, we didn't get the LeBron Kobe. Yeah, or or, or <laughs> I think the big one is like, uh, yeah, it's it's always like smaller team ones, but um, 
or or even in individual stuff. You know, like you didn't get. I don't know. There's just been some good athletes in different sports that you never got to see because they were in different generations and stuff like that. Right. Like um, I don't even know, but um, Packers, Aaron Rodgers, Tyron. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I was trying to think oh. of some of the the matchups that we never really got to see. Oh, okay. Because of things. Yeah. I guess I guess there's like the main one. I guess like people that bring up is like boxing and stuff. You never got to see like people in their primes versus. You know, like Pacquiao versus Floyd in their in, the, in their primes because they were what different the, ages. Which should have happened in like 08, but yeah. whatever. Them and, and, and like Mike Tyson versus someone or, you know, oh stuff my God. like that. Uh, Muhammad Ali versus George Foreman in their prime. You know, stuff like that. Um, and those are the things, you know, that you, that you just don't ever see. Right? And you wish you could have seen. Um, it happened and it just never wound up working out right. So it, it would have been cool to get them. I, I, I'm not going to say it won't. Because I mean, I guess it could. You know, next year would be the the final end of it. Uh, end of it. If it doesn't happen next year, it's not gonna happen. Depending on where Tom Brady goes. Yeah. If he stays, then last year's or next year's the last year. Yeah. Um, but even then, it's sm- small chance. Um, I'll put it like this for the Packers: if they can win this Seattle game, I will I will put the red nose on and and say they make the Super Bowl. I I, I just because I just and it's. I mean, look, I really enjoyed going to the game and everything, but just, man, walking out of that place, and it's like, oh, man, that was an absolute trouncing by the Niners. Mm-hmm. And I just remember to all those, all those fucking fans, man, just wait till January, because it's going to be a little different. The Packers are going to heat up. Rodgers always does in December. We know what he does in December. He yeah. loves December. But And the Niners are going to be better, too. But he is not good away from Lambeau in the playoffs. He's had a history of just being just bad, and I don't know why. But, I mean, you're not wrong. But he's going to be in his hometown if he comes home. Or and, home and here's area, my point. Yeah. His home area. Um, it's going to be a little warmer. That, that might play better for him. I mean, who knows? He loves December when it's cold, but it'll be a little warmer. Yeah. And the yeah. NFC Championship is the night game, so it's going to be a Sunday night game all over again. I just, I mean, I we talked about... I cannot wait for that. Packers-Niners? If, if it's Packers-Niners. I need to find a way to get off work. If it's, yeah, if it's Seattle... <laughs> 49ers, I don't not want to watch it. I, I gotta. I, can't, yeah. I cannot watch us play Seattle again. I can't. Yeah. I can't. You guys are terrified of those Seahawks, and it's I just, don't know why. It's there's just something about them. But we're also at home against them. And it, you know, if it winds up being them, and, and this is if we beat the Vikings though too. I just please, oh, come please on. Come do on. not come give me Vikings and Seahawks. <laughs> For the love of God, NFL, do not. You know the NFL got the money behind them. It's not going to be Vikings, Seahawks. It's going to be Packers, 49ers, Packers, and Chiefs, Vikings. Ravens. Uh, that's who I got. To wrap the whole thing up, yeah. I got AFC Championship, Chiefs at Ravens, NFC Championship, Packers at 49ers. Um, who wins those games? AFC, I can't tell you. Packer, or Aaron Rodgers versus the 49ers again. I think this is the one. His career. His career. I, I think this is the one, Steve. I, I really do, really? man. I Because we talked about earlier in the year. I don't know if it was on the podcast or just us at work or whatever. But teams always come back for their revenge. Oh, yeah. They always and, and, and he do. Is, he is the revenge guy. This know. is the Packers coming back for their revenge. The the fans were talking a whole bunch of shit. Yeah. They were talking about how they were going to go 16-0 and and do this and do <laughs> that. and You know what I mean? Yeah. I, some of them. And this guy yeah, in front yeah. of me kept talking shit, talking about how Garoppolo's the man and everything. Garoppolo's good. But, look, man, I, I kept trying to tell him, but he was too drunk and wrapped up in whatever he was doing. I was like, 
We'll see you in January because teams come back for their revenge. That's how the NFL works. Well, please beat Seattle. I do not want to see the Seahawks. Oh, my God. If it's Seahawks 49ers, dude, I don't know what I'm going to do with myself. Um, So that's it. So, Steve, real quick, he has the Packers also going to San Fran or Santa Clara and facing the Niners. And then he has the Titans going to Kansas City. So I know who you're going to pick out of the Packers, Niners. Who do you got out of Titans Chiefs for the Super Bowl? You got Titans going to the Super Bowl? <laughs> oh, since I picked them to beat the Ravens. <sighs> no, I think it's gonna be the Chiefs. 49ers versus Chiefs. And me? Before the year I said Patriots Cowboys. Um, I'm gonna go Chiefs Niners. I think we're gonna finally get our double uh, discount double check uh, game. We're gonna get the game we deserved back in October when Mahomes got hurt. Um I oh, think you mean that's Packers? Yeah, when they went to Arrowhead. You said 49ers, I think. Chiefs. Oh, my bad. Yeah, yeah. Chiefs Packers. Chiefs Packers. Okay. Um, I'm going to go Chiefs Packers. I wouldn't mind seeing Chiefs Niners or Ravens Niners. Yeah. I just... Uh, oh, wait. Hold up. My bad. I think the Ravens are going to beat the Chiefs. Sorry. Sorry about that, fans. I got Ravens Packers. Uh, I, I don't think the Chiefs are going to make the Super Bowl. I, I don't. Um, if they do, I'd be very happy because, like I said, we can get our Mahomes and Rodgers matchup, which, I mean, the NFL is just wet dreaming ratings-wise <laughs> over. I mean, they, yeah, that's the whole point of that game. They wanted those ratings. And, I mean, they probably still got them because the names. Where's the Super Bowl this year? Miami? Miami. Yeah. Outdoors, warm. Hmm. I, it, it's going to work well in the Niners' that's a favor. Weird, that's a weird Super Bowl, 49ers Chiefs. Yeah, it, it is just weird. sounds weird. The two red... Red and white team. Yeah. I wonder what jerseys um, we'd wear. Maybe your black ones? I don't know. That's going to be an interesting matchup. It's a very strange matchup. If we get Chiefs-Packers... I mean, a lot of these are ratings galore for the that's NFL. A weird, that's a weird team, too. Chiefs-Niners? Or Chiefs-Packers? Yeah, if, if, dude. If it's Mahomes-Rogers, you know, they're going to run every State Farm commercial they aired and filmed. <laughs> they're oh, going to yeah. run them all but, week. That's just, I think it's, yeah, it's got to be the Chiefs. That's like the weird part of it. Like, if it was the 49ers and someone else. And the Ravens. Yeah, it wouldn't be, I mean, that's a rematch again, but. Yeah, that'd be cool too. Uh, All these matchups, if they don't involve Tennessee, Houston, or Seattle, I'm fine with. Or Minnesota. I don't want to see Minnesota. I'm even fine with Seattle if they went. I know that's crazy. Seattle's not making the Super Bowl. I mean, I don't think so either, but I'm I'm fine with them too. Like, I just don't, Minnesota's just, they're not going to beat any of the teams that are left in my No, they're not. They just can't. They're not. Um, they lost to every team already. But they, they, that would just be a, a dud of a Super Bowl if they went versus like the Chiefs or something. It would Vikings, Chiefs, oh my god. The, the ratings would be terrible. <laughs> the, the best ratings that they can hope for is like the is Baltimore versus the two number one teams, I think. Or the Packers versus someone. Packers, Chiefs. So I think the Mahomes anyone, and Rodgers anyone, anyone versus the Packers because of the Packers, obviously. And then, They're just one of those franchises. And then anyone... But the Niners, too, though. I mean, the NFC Championship's going to get those ratings. Oh, yeah, yeah. Packers, Niners? No, no, that's what I'm saying. So those are any, two iconic so, franchises. So if the Packers go versus any team, it'll be fine. But the 49ers, if they play anyone that's not the Ravens, I think, it won't be as big. Now, it'll, it'll still be fine with the Chiefs because of Patrick Mahomes. But it won't be as big as if they played, like, the Ravens because they're the number one team. And it's a rematch again. John Harbaugh versus not Jim Harbaugh this time. That's yeah. Crazy, but. That was cool. That was really cool. Yeah. Anything know. else? I don't know what the parody is from that, though. 
The parody? Like the narr- the narrative, not the parody. Okay. The narrative from that is is just the 49ers and Ravens are back again. Yeah. When was that, 2012? 2012-13 season. Because you guys played the February of 13, but it was for the 12th season, yeah. which I hate how the NFL, it always confuses me. Yeah, cause I say 12-13, like NBA. This is the 1920 yeah. season. Yeah, this is, 12, this is the 1920 yeah, NFL season. There's not really a narrative for it. I mean, I guess like Lamar Jackson wasn't the quarterback people thought. Jimmy was kind of the same way. Like the two quarterbacks that were like unknowns, I guess. I don't really know. Yeah, there's not really a big narrative for, for like both sides, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm trying to think. I don't... It's really not. I'm going to go on a limb, though. I'm going to go on a limb, and I think... Say the power uh, goes out again? <laughs> <laughs> I think... Uh, God, that was crazy. I, I think this will probably be the highest-rated Super Bowl, though. It depending on the matchup, because I think over the last couple of years, we, we're finally over all the political Kaepernick fucking bullshit. Yeah. And I think America, once again, fell in love with football this year. It seems like everywhere, and I mean, you know, we work at players, and players is a sports bar kind of yeah. thing. So, you know, to us, it's a bigger deal anyway. But just talking to people in the street, going out, seeing people mm-hmm. in Niner stuff or whatever team they're repping, Cowboy stuff, it just seems. <laughs> Cowboys. <laughs> it just, I just feel like America fell in love with football again this year. I really, it just, it's weird. Yeah. I haven't felt like that in a while. It's been a long time since I felt like that. But I fall in love with the NFL all over again. I had Sunday ticket. I was all over the league this year. Um, I know you guys watch every year, year in and year out. It just It's a little different this year to me. It feels a little different. I went to a game. It, doesn't, just, it doesn't feel any different for me just because I've always – I've never not watched it or, you know, obviously that stuff is, like, annoying. And, oh, my and God. I disagree with all of it. But, I'm so glad we're over it. But so for, like, people to just – because I, I was like, who cares? You know, just, like, just – just ignore him then. Like, why? Like, ignore the... the I'm going to stop watching the NFL. The four guys who are doing it. Ignore Michael Bennett. Ignore... Oh, my God. Ignore Michael Bennett. Ignore Eric Reed. Eric Reed and ignore Colin Kaepernick. Yeah. That's all you got to do. Just don't watch those two teams. Don't support those two teams then. You can support the rest of the NFL. Support the Cowboys then because Jerry Jones is completely against it and he changed Michael Bennett. He made him come out there and not kneel. So, you know, if you, if you really want to... still wild. I don't know. There, there's just... I just never get it. Like, people are just closed-minded to me. It's like, they just are. be open-minded and just they are. move on. Move forward. I mean, that's a whole bigger discussion. Also, but, you know. I think that's one of the biggest lessons my dad always taught me. Like, when I'd be fighting with my brothers or sisters, he would just he would just say, it's not a big deal. Move on. That's what he always would say. Just, just move. Just, who cares? He would just say, who cares? It's not that big of a deal. Does it do anything to you? No. Who cares? So, I, I think that was one of the... Things that I really never really listened to for a long time growing up, I was just like, "Well, no, that's not what I want." You know, like who ca- who cares? I care. Yeah, I care you know, a whole like, lot. It's, it's annoying me, <laughs> but to him, he's yeah. like, "Just move on." You know, just who cares? Move forward. Go go do something else. So, um, same same thing. You know, like some things aren't that big of a deal, and, and and I get it is a big deal. What you know what what it actually means in 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 terms of. Um, like the 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 stances that they're taking and what stance people are taking and all that stuff. Yes, that part is the big deal and and, and inequality and all that stuff. But they're also stand they're also standing for uh, hmm. just, what they believe just, in. Just yeah, just different things. So that's the beauty of this country, people. Yeah, we get to do that here. Yeah. 
and don't get our lives threatened or taken from us. <laughs> because or, that, well, that's yeah. the thing. It, it, Colin Kaepernick's not holding a gun to your head. You know, he's not saying kneel. He's just saying what he his point is. If you don't believe in that, okay, good for you. Which, by the way, he's exposed himself enough over the last few years. We know he doesn't give a fuck like that. Yeah. It's all for the money and it the is. deals and the attention. All of it is and, for that. And here's the thing: if if Richard Sherman was doing that, I would feel a little bit differently about it. I would question it. Educated. Yes. Um, there's just there's just different people who you want to take a stance for different things. Now, if he if Richard Sherman was on his side doing the same thing, I'd be like, okay, I you know I'll think about it a little bit more because he's educated, he's smart, you know. Um, and we're not calling Kaepernick dumb or saying he didn't well, have a point. Yeah, he because has, he did. He from where it came from, yes, he's he's right. And it's it's actually pretty valid. Yes, but he went about it all wrong. He went about it in the wrong way, and he's afterwards he said the done the wrong thing. Oh my god, he's not in the league because of himself. No one else. No one else. Yes, the league probably did blackball him a little bit to a point, but he's not in the league now because of what he did. Same with Antonio Brown. It's the same situation, different. Arguments for both sides, but it's the same thing. They're not. I mean, to be honest, every team's given him a chance, Antonio Brown, and he's just shit on the league. And same with Colin Kaepernick. Yeah, they're just both just shit on the league. That's their fault. They don't. You don't go out and you don't talk about your employer and expect to get employed. Thank you want you. you want a job. I was just gonna make that you point. want a job, then <laughs> then act right. If I come on here and start just bashing players, I'm going to get fired. And you're not going to be welcomed back. Yeah. I'm not going to be welcomed back. And this whole pod probably ends, depending on if something were to happen yeah. or whatever. But that's just how it goes. You can't go around talking mad shit about your employers, about your fellow employees. Why, why go bash anything that's not, that's really not hurting you? It's not like the NFL is out there only employing white people. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, and I'm not trying to sound uh, racist in I mean, that you're way not either, wrong. But but that's not that's not what's happening. It's it's bigger than the NFL, and I get he you know you you have to use your platform that you're in. He did, and and he did, and then he went over the line. He just kept going with it, and then accused the NFL of being part of the problem. This is what Kaepernick did wrong, and it's all an ego issue. This is why I don't fuck with him. A lot of people don't fuck with him. the The issue was bigger than him, and he used his platform. And then once he made it about something else, he made it about himself. Yeah, he turned it around back. And he made it about him. Like, literally a month or two later, after everything happened, oh, why are you kneeling? Oh, you Trump's about to get elected. This is all you know, 2016. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, the election was going on and shit. And then he turns it around and it's like now he's wearing a Castro shirt. And now he's saying this. And not only is he doing all this, the Niner fans will tell you, he's stinking up the fucking joint for the Niners at Levi's Stadium. He's playing... Blaine Gabbert came in. So, I mean, it'd be one thing if he was out there, you know, Patrick Mahomes in the whole thing. While that's different. That's like Muhammad I Ali. I don't even think it's that. I don't even think you... Even if he were having the best season of anyone, I don't think he has the right to go about it the way that he did. Yeah, he went about it all wrong. There's no, there's just no, there's no excuse for him at this point. There was no excuse for him then, and there still isn't now, and there never will be. Him and, and I've Eric, never him liked him. Him and Eric Reed have always said the, and done the wrong things. And if they just came out and apologized and moved forward, well, Colin Kaepernick would probably be in the league because he would have apologized, and but he is too full of himself and doesn't want to. He thinks that he's... Bigger than everyone, to be honest. 
He he's trying to be Muhammad Ali, like I was saying a, a few months I, back when yeah, that was. And he wants to be that, which is fine. You can try and be that, but that dude went to jail and got everything he ever wanted stripped from him because of it. Well, and you can agree or disagree, but that's how it's gonna go. Well, it's also just he didn't go about it in like I don't know. He just went about it in all the different wrong ways that he shouldn't have done. And how did we get here? Uh, we were talking about ratings and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. But, Jesus. Um, anyway, to wrap all that up, I just... Yeah. Um, yeah. He, yeah. I, I don't even really... I, I hate I'm spending time I'm on, on things over. like that because it's... To me, I don't really care. You know, he's not in the league anymore. No. He's not going to be in the league anymore. No. Um, Sadie. There's bigger people that are doing more things for the black community than him that is trying to to that should be have more light than he has like there's too much attention on a guy who's creating negative more negative noise around um the black community well the media loves that and because they are drawn to negative negative stories make bigger stories than positive things but why not shed light on richard sherman donating money to his former inner city or, or stuff like that, you know what I mean? That's a whole bigger topic. And, and, and we NFL, have the answers. The NFL, what's... So, getting back to the Walter Payton Award, they reward that. Community people going out and doing that. And, and that's the Walter Payton Award, and they award other guys like that. And teams make their guys go out into the community. Now, a lot of the guys would still be doing that, I think, still. Not, yeah. Not nearly as many. No. But they would still be doing stuff because of their heart and how they feel about it and where they would come from. But the NFL and NBA both still uh, promote um, players to go out in the community and help. And so they're doing their part. I mean, what, what else are they going to do? You know, they're making guys go out on their off time who are making a ton of money. And, and, and I get that whole stance, you know, they make so much money and all that stuff. But by the way, they deserve it. Yeah. They put their entire life yeah, yeah, on for, the for, line. For the NFL. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, <laughs> they're going out, and, and and these teams are holding them accountable to go out and at least do some stuff, you know, to help in the community and stuff. And, and so they're doing what they can. They can't, again, they can't order them to go out every single day and do all this stuff all the time. It's not part of their contract, and it's not part of negotiating and all that stuff. So they're doing what they can to, to get them out there. Um, and I think they're doing a good job on that. Um, but they, but there's just bigger issues with it. Yeah, uh, and, there and, is. And, and it's shed, bigger than us. Shed more positive light on the positive things that are going for it rather than a guy who's not who doesn't have a platform anymore. His platform's gone. It's gone. Colin Kaepernick's it's been platform gone. is gone. Stop giving him one. GQ and, and Nike. And, and, give, and give other guys who are... are positive the the platform and the spotlight that's just dude, my that's just my take on the whole thing dude jay-z came to his rescue and he still fucked it up yep the guy there's who... no one there's no one on the planet who is who is gonna bring him back from what he's done yeah he especially had, now. he had his own opportunity to bring himself out of it and he had his last opportunity this last Trial with, with Jay Z doing setting the thing up, yeah, and, and he shit on him and moved the thing at the last second because yep. the NFL is whatever. Trying to give me to sign a yeah, the, yeah, who knows? Yeah, yeah, they should. So that was your last opportunity. So they can't you, talk shit. You spit in your face, and you know what? Yeah, the NFL was probably petty and signed your receiver that you had there. 
It was probably a slap in the face saying, you know what, you did this, we're signing the receiver that you have. Yeah. You're not getting a job. Yeah. Good Whatever. job, Redskins. They have, they, I mean, he's got signed to the practice squad, so it's not like he didn't. It's not like he's, yeah, yeah Terry McLaurin. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're done. Stop. Move on. Everyone's moving on, in my opinion, or at least need to move on. And I don't want to hear about him anymore. Yeah. I haven't wanted to hear about him since he... I think we're the only ones who still talk about it, but that's okay. <laughs> uh, every once in a while, I'll see something, and I'm like, oh boy, here we go again. Yeah. You know? Going to the new decade, uh, dude, I'm over but it. But again, you know, like, uh, the I think we talked about this a long time ago on the pod, like, um, the race thing is the huge. I mean, it's probably at its worst point in a long time. And so I get it. So, um... I feel really awkward, also. I, I Me, personally, I feel really awkward... Having these conversations sometimes, just being white. White, yeah. Because I, I don't think I... I should have a take, but it just... I, well, we don't because we weren't... I'm not involved. I'm we're, not, we're from the outside looking in. I'm not a victim of yeah. what those no, people are I'm not are a victim, of. but I'm also not a... Um, Suspect? Yeah, I'm not like a person who... Who would... Is racist. Yeah, I'm, I'm, not, a, I'm not judgmental at all. I'm, I'm the opposite of that. Um, I mean, to me, I I feel awkward when I say like the black community, because to me it's like yeah. it's just a community. It's it's, it's just we're people. Yeah. So why? So it's hard for me to understand when people are mistreated and treated differently because of anything. You know, it's like why? What's what's why? Why is it different? And the NFL still has that problem, and and I you know I yeah I do. It, they're institutionalized. Do it's all. Well, it's, I think there's it's it's it's, it's from both sides. It's from both sides. There's there's labels on both sides from that are given from both sides and until both sides get over it it's just it's not going to change it's not going to change but no. it also has to be more positive things that get highlighted again rather than someone kneeling on a field and then Which, taking it from there to a whole different level of I mean yeah wearing a dictator's shirt and just supporting just that, that's that was who you was know like, nothing about by that's the way. where I was like okay you're just you're it, just dumb. It's all for you. Yeah. yeah. You don't yeah, care. It's selfish, yeah. yeah, it's all... So anyway, yeah. I mean, that's my final point is just... And, and I've always said that. It's like, I just don't understand the hate and there's no need for it. And people need to, to open their eyes a little more than they are and have an open mind. That, that's the thing. People are just closed-minded. And they get in, in... And a lot of it's how they were raised and just... You know, it's sad. That's all I can say about it, I guess. And in 2020, I hope that in this next decade, we move towards changing all that and stand together. Um, well, we'll what's going to be good for the NFL is that we are going to have our first black owner this decade. We are. It's either going to be Jay-Z or Diddy. Because they're, or I mean, because I don't think Dr. Dre is that interested. And there's mm-hmm. no other black men who are that rich. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I and Jay-Z's already, his foot's already in the door. And minus how you feel, and I, I did feel a certain way after he sat there over the last three years and shat on them, shat, shit on them, and then turns around and takes, you know, a paycheck. But I kind of understand more of what's going on now with him in the building. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it's not my place to call him any kind of name or anything, so I'm not going to. But, um, and I'm, I'm just a fan. I just, I think, you know, it, it, his music, I don't know if it has the best messaging, but I just think how he goes about it and how well, he carries himself. Like, that he's like a hypocrite or what? Yeah, I, I think, you know, people, the, the black folk would say he's an Uncle Tom. And, you know, See, the same that's way. The thing that I don't even get into it. Yeah, yeah, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> it's that's like the one thing. That's, again, that's the problem that I have with if you want to play the side thing. It's like, you know, how can you hate on your own 
people. If, if you're saying your people, why are you hating on your own people? And the same way with the other way around. All that. It's just... And I, I brought the point up. With Who the, cares? Because it was the before the season pot with Zach. Uh, we did the Jay-Z thing. <laughs> yeah. I, I brought up the point of Jay-Z not liking his little brother, Kanye West, for supporting Trump. And I said, well, Jay-Z, you're doing the same exact shit, man. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and whether we agree with it or not, it's fine. He's still going to do it, obviously. But And I understand his business. Um, I think it's kind of funny how he thought he was going to get his foot in the door and get Meek Mill and J. Cole to do Super Bowl halftime shows, and then all all those white men are like, you, like we're getting we're getting Shakira and J. Lo. Uh, so I, I don't know. Maybe he'll turn something around. I don't know what his goal is. I still don't know what it is. Um, but I, I do think there's going to be certain conversations that are held. I think the Kaepernick workout was a result of, of Jay-Z's doing. And, mm-hmm. um yeah, I, I do think eventually he'll be an NFL owner. And my point being, I think we're going to get to a point where eventually, you know, we're going to get some black folks in those meetings. And I think at some point this decade, maybe in, even in the new CBA, not only are they going to legalize marijuana, not only are they going to legalize and maybe delegalize, as far as the NFL, certain pills and certain medications, but there's also going to be a lifetime insurance plan that comes with this. I think the NFL is going to finally lay down some kind of pension because they make so much cash. I mean, the, the commissioner, who, by the way, is probably the worst NFL commissioner we've had in the last three or four decades, just how he handles everything, um, I think ha- has a private fucking jet. I think... Um, it's just, yeah. For him, I, I want to hit on him a little bit because... Okay. I, Goodell or I Jay-Z? I think he's bad. Yeah, Goodell. Goodell, okay. I think he's bad, but good at the same time. What does you he do I mean? good, in your opinion? I think he... Okay, I, I think he has the right idea. I don't... I think his execution is bad. Like, it's really bad. Like I think he has like his intentions are right, but he doesn't always um, get that across. You know what I mean? Like he he goes to do something, and a lot of his decisions really aren't just him either. Too. It's it's oh no, it never is. Him and all that. He works for the owners. Um, but um, I think I don't know. I I just I I think it's kind of both. I think he's like you know fifty fifty. It's he's not a great one. He's not a bad one. He's just. He's just in charge. I just... And, but that's my problem. He's just kind of fucking there. Yeah. It's like, you know... Yeah, whereas you have an Adam Silver who's advocating for, for all that stuff. But at the same time, like, you can't... I mean, there's just been guys who have... I don't know. I, I guess I, I was used to, like, Bud Seelig, who was terrible. Oh, my God. Oh, come the, on. For come Major on. League Baseball. So, it's, so that's what I compare bad to, and he's nowhere near him. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, well, he's somewhere in the middle... Um, and then David Stern, who just passed away. Rest in know, peace, David Stern, by the way. Who, who who did a lot, and he was kind of bad in some points too. But he also did. He started fixing a the ton games. Of, a ton of good too. Way more good. So I, that's how I kind of. Those are kind of the two that I grew up with. So I kind of compare those, uh, Roger Goodell with them. Um, Which is fair. So I think he's more closer to David Stern than he is Bud Selig, in my opinion. He's not. Where. David Stern was. I was going to say, he hasn't but, done to the NFL. But he's in like the middle of that. You know, somewhere okay. in the middle and probably more towards David Stern. Because I think he's done some good things. It's just he hasn't... He's also done some stupid things that I'm like, okay, dude, Nick, you, you know. One then, thing I'll, I'll give him is I think he's done a very good job. And he, he got this from the David Stern playbook at the NBA. The NFL has done a great job over the last 10 to 15 years of marketing individual over, players. And, and overseas and all that stuff. getting yeah. Spreading it. London. Yeah, spreading it. Over. Specifically their quarterbacks. Yeah. Of course. And, and it should be. It should so, be the quarterbacks. So I think he's... Where I, 
Where I think he would. Uh... It's just a table. Oh yeah, I, I thought someone threw like something. Out. <laughs> I was like, uh, all right. that'd, be, that'd be funny, fucking egg or something. <laughs> Pod sucks. Uh, <laughs> Here's a rock. Really but, oh my uh, god. It's Roderick though. Yeah, for uh, real. Um, Get him on the pod. The thing that I would, I, I wish he would do more like Adam Silver is be pro player more. Like, be more advocated for players. And I think he is, but it's certain positions. Quarterback. Which I think is yeah. fair. But at the same... And, and again, I think this is why he gets a bad rap. These guys, like James Harrison, would shit on him for finding him all the time. Well, it's like, you're kind of like, doing some dumb things. Yeah. Like, like, stop. Yeah. But people will side with James Harrison because he's a player and because he was a good teammate and all that stuff. So I get both of it but there's some things where I'm just like like him suspending Tom Brady I was surprised by that yeah you're telling um, four games but he but he took a stance on him and so I give him give him uh, I give but him see, at least at least he wasn't discriminating and just saying alright nah we're not gonna give Tom anything but I have a problem with it because it's like you do you handle everything Ray Rice handled as bad as you could have handled it Deflategate handled as bad as you could have handled it CTE handled as bad as you could have handled it mm-hmm. the fucking announcement of Jay-Z partnering with you was trash mm-hmm. it's like I can't keep giving this guy a pass for everything he does mm-hmm. I understand he works for 32 owners I understand that's the whole point of commissioners in all these sports I understand that we may have some people who still live in the 20th century as far as psychologically, yeah. how they think about their players, and I understand that, you know, i.e. Jerry Jones. You know, I just, I, I get all of it. I really do. But at the end of the day, man, you make the final call. Adam Silver has been there to ring the bell and has not missed once. China, so glad he didn't fire Daryl Morey. Oh, oh my God, thank you, Adam Silver, because that would have been fucking awful for the NBA, because they would have been totally left, totally liberal, whatever the hell, and it would have been awful. Uh, because you're not supposed to take a stance. Not because they're going that way. I'm not trying to say that, podcast listeners. You're not supposed to take a stance in professional sports. At least no. I think so on certain topics. Politi- politics, keep it out. It's sports. Well, it's, it's it's a game, it's bro. It's the United States. You just let people decide however they want to be. Like, yeah. As long as they're not terrorists, you let them think how they're going to think and believe in what they're going to believe in and all that stuff. And that's what he should do. And that's what he did. And he let them... He let him move on, move forward, and be what he was going to be. The reason why I like Adam Silver a lot is because of, again, he, he takes care of the players. Like the players yes, he are does. First and, yes, he does. Uh, Love it. I think sports are really going in the favor of, um, I think all the teams now are hiring a ton of um, Female? therapists and females. Okay. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, I know that, well, I'll get on the therapist thing really quick. We've talked about this before. But I know they're hiring a ton of them. Like um, in the NBA, and I think the NFL too, to um, watch watch how they are, and I think they're making them meet with them once a week. I think is something that I saw that they're trying to move forward to, and in, in, in bargaining agreements and stuff like that, to keep an eye on their psych and all that stuff. NFL, it's probably a little more um, needed because of concussions and hits and stuff like that. Um, but the NBA needs it just as much because just the the um, uh, just social media. Just like, well, and well, well, that and it just the I'm trying to think of the how they are as people. Like they're more to me. The NBA guys are more fragile. 
like their their psychs are more fragile for some weird reason. I don't know why. Well, I mean, that's as simple as looking at the sport they chose to play. I, I think that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's the same way the quarterback and the receivers and the corner and the receiver are always the divas. Yeah, they're a little more sensitive. They're a little more hands off. Yeah. Well, but yeah, because they're talented. They're yeah, very talented people. And so yeah, maybe that's why the NBA is like that too. But then you know you have guys who are tough guys, you know, who don't, who who probably still need it, but yeah. Um, so I that part of the what both sports are trying to do is is cool. I, I I love that they're moving in that direction and trying to take care of them off the field and make sure they're okay and um, because of yeah of social media and then everything that just goes on in their lives in general, um, you know, because I'm sure that. A lot of them have uh, anxiety problems. Just oh being around God. people all the time and just getting bombarded all the time constantly with media and, and, and just fans in general. So um, that and then the women empowerment thing, I think that's cool to a point. I, I don't think... I think know your ledge. Be, I think everyone should be... Know your ledge. I think everyone should be equal, but I don't think it should be like over the top. You know, where it's like, okay, now we're just going to go crazy and you know all these women deserve all these jobs they could play in the nfl if if they're as educated (laughs) and and as the same as a guy then yeah they should be equally treated the same yeah that's that's i mean just as much as any like any person if they're this level of whatever they should be put on the same level as someone up the next person if they're the same um type of background of of education or uh experience that's what i was looking for if, if they're just as experienced as a woman and a man, then yeah, you should, there should be no discrimination between the two of them. Now, to a point, there's things that I think that, like, I don't think women should really be in a men's locker room, stuff like that, you know, like. Yeah, it gets a little there's, tricky. There's, there's a little stuff tricky. like that, that that you have to be careful about, but other than that, no, they should absolutely be treated the same way. Um, and that just goes for people equality. Like, there's, it, it's people. There's no difference of anything. Yeah. You know, just because you have blue eyes doesn't mean you're better than me with brown eyes. <laughs> um, yeah, well, I mean, Hitler would disagree. Yeah, but again. <laughs> yeah. Look what happened with that. It's a joke. Yeah. Oh, it was? <laughs> well, let's, uh, let's take one last break real quick. Yeah. Well, one last break. And we are back. All right, so I'll let you go back into what you were saying about the women empowerment and stuff. So, so yeah, so I, I think that they're, um, you know, they should be. And I, and I like both leagues doing that. I think more women are going to be employed and, and, and they should be again. It should have never been, we shouldn't even be talking about this in the first place. We should, it's 2020. It's come stupid. on. It's but, ridiculous. But, um, no, you're, you're just going to see more and more of them. And, and, and at first it'll be weird. And then in two or three years, it'll be like nothing and which it should be. Um, so I, I think it's cool for the league and for that, for the, um, Oh, so to begin the conversation with where I think, the both leagues are headed is, is mm, in the right direction. Okay, yeah. So the NBA doing their thing with, with women, the psychology thing, also with um, um, the NFL is doing the psychology thing to women be, being hired. Um, That's a huge deal to me. Both, uh, those, both those things are. Yeah, yeah. Those, huge deal. <laughs> both those things are, are uh, extremely huge. I, I think, I just, I, I've always liked... What's cool about the psychology thing is, um, one, it opens up more jobs for people. Yeah, I was going to say, the uh, job openings are incredible. Um, so that's just a whole different sector and, and, and to maybe understand athletes more, pro athletes more, a little more. Um, 
will be cool. Uh, because I, I've always, I think one of my favorite things ever is watching the 30 for 30s. Like, just oh, to, yeah. to see the stories. I mean, I could watch those for all day. If there was one on every single player, I'd watch every single one of them. Yep. Um, because I just like hearing stories. Uh, I've, that's been one of my things that I've always loved is um, why I like older people is they have these crazy stories. And so I could sit there and listen to my grandparents or or my dad or anyone who is older than me who's been on the planet 20 years and longer than me or, or even younger than me who has a crazy story like when we talk to Eric or, or whatever because yeah. someone's always going to have a different story than what you've been writing your whole life yeah so um, it's true what was that? oh yeah so the psychology thing so uh, that's so big I love that so much oh yeah and it's, that it's means huge. so much to me personally yeah yeah and so I, I think that you know people are going to start to to see changes also i mean these athletes are not only are they going to be better on the field with as medicine and all that stuff gets better and, and training but now they're going to be better mentally they're going to be at, at, at tops and mental and 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 that's going to bleed over to them being physically healthier too because they're going to be just all around better they'll be better every on in every aspect you know they'll be so anything that's going to improve anything is is I'm pro for. Yeah. Um, and and that'd be a cool job to have to to be able to sit there and talk to you know if you're if you're an NFL um, counselor or whatever you are and you're and you're getting let's let's say you talk to the defensive guys like imagine that those conversations that you would have with them and obviously you know it's confidentiality so you're not going to really hear anything of them but. That job would be cool, just to be able to sit there and and hear how their lives are and and what they're thinking and what's going through their head and um and the reverse role they're needing someone to talk to who's gonna be who's not gonna put their personal shit out there, you know they're t- they're gonna be talking to someone who's not the media, someone who they're gonna completely trust. Yeah, and they don't have that in their life. A lot you know, of them don't, you know, taking Very away their few. spouse, you know. But even then, you even know, then, it can get a little tricky, yeah. yeah depending on what's going so, on. So, so you're having someone come in there, and, and they're 100 percent a doctor, and, and you're trusting them, and and neutral, yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and, and they're not going to judge you in any way. They're going to help you in 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 whatever way, and so yeah, I think that's cool. Roger Goodell, I I know you're not listening, man, but if, if somehow this gets to you or whatever, dude, you got to, you got to legalize marijuana in the next CBA. You have to, because these guys are getting oh, arrested for it too much. Good. Yeah, and these guys, I mean, Calvin Johnson, uh, Percy Harvin, all these guys are coming out like, dude, I needed that well, shit. Percy I Harvin, couldn't have played. Percy Harvin was different. Percy Harvin was doing it during games. Calvin was doing it after Sunday, after a game. But Percy was doing it for injuries and anxiety. Yeah, and I'm going to freak the fuck but out I, if I don't do that's, it. But I'm saying that's... I think what it has to be is, I think they have to... Get it to a point, you know. What I oh mean? yeah, you like, can't just like you can't be open on the, the sideline smoking or, well, yeah. or in the locker room. You know, like if you protect doing, your brand, if you're doing it after the game, you know, fine. You know, during the week, you know, all that stuff. But I think I don't know how you would even manage it. But on on game day, I think you somehow have them. You know, I, I guess you would have to just trust that they're not going to do it. But in, anywhere, I guess, around the stadium, you know, if they're going to do it before they get to the game, whatever. I guess you know that's on them, but. Um, yeah, I absolutely agree. I think it, 
I don't see why if if the if Major League Baseball's already legalized it. NBA is going to be next too because NBA is very NBA, progressive. NBA will be next, and then uh, very I don't think it'll fall fall very far behind them. No, well, so the CBA for the NBA and NFL expires next summer. I think July of twenty one. They both expire. Which I don't think there's going to be a holdout for either one. No, I don't think so this time either. There was last time and it was awful. Oh, so I, I don't especially think, the NBA. Oh my god. I don't think. I don't know. There's not really that big of issues. Both both sides are like. Trying to extend the seasons, which is stupid, but um, like I know the NFL is trying to have another game, I think, <laughs> which on, is just man. dumb. Yeah. Um, and then I think the NBA is trying to have their season extended with the tournament, right? Dude, I, I don't know if they're extending it. I, I think they're taking regular seasons off. And yeah, and, I, I don't and, know. And, and I don't they, know what's and, going and on. And I'm split on that only because I don't know what that's going to mean. They said something about draft picks. Like, if you won, you get another draft pick or something like that. Yeah. Which is cool. And, and I'm sure there'll be other little things that don't mean anything to us. But um, I th- I think it'd be cool. Because you they've got to do something to get us uh, people centered around watching earlier in the year. Because no one cares until the playoffs. It's just how the regular season is. Unless you're a diehard For fan. NBA. Yeah. NBA has got to realize... Adam Silver, you gotta realize, man, we don't give a shit about the NBA till Christmas Day. Well, that's well, that's what I'm saying. You have and, to realize that's that. Only, that's only like fans of who really like watching it. That's not even like a casual fan is just gonna wait until the end of the year to watch the playoffs. So I think um, America's sport is football. I the think, NBA's gotta they, realize. I think that. they cut down the regular season by like I don't even know. 16 15, games? 15 yeah, 16 20 games. games. you got to cut but it. But then I think they add the, the tournament in the, in the year, in the middle of the season, like around when the All-Star break would be. Um, and I think it's just, you know, it's like it's like the college tournament. You just, it's a one game, which it has to be. There's no way it could be three-game series or whatever. But yeah. it'd be, that'd be insane. So, but I think it'd be cool. I think it would give a, a different feel to the year. Um. And maybe that's what replaces the All Star Game, maybe or that's like in there. You know what I mean? Because that's about over. Yeah, no one's gonna that's, eat. It's terrible. It's yeah, terrible. it's bad. So if you had that in there, and then maybe like, yeah, I I, I think you throw that in there, and then I don't know I, because I think that what's what people like about All Star Weekend is the before the game stuff. So like the three point contest. Skill challenge. The skills and then the dunk contest, kind of, not really. Mm. I don't ever watch it. I don't watch that every night anymore. I, watch, I used to. I, I'll, I'll watch the three-point competition because Steph and Clay were in it always. And it would kind of be exciting for a minute, but I didn't really watch it that closely. Um, yeah. I mean, if, if you're going to watch a, one of the games, like you, you're going to watch the rookie-sophomore game. Oh, because, man. Just because at least Whew. it was... Because at least, you know, you know they're not going to be doing anything, you know, like they're not trying to stop each other. They're just showing what they're, what they can do, which is cool. It's, it's like, yeah. a, so I think if, you know, if, if they got to eliminate all that and just have the tournament, um, and that'd be like, I don't know how long that would take, like two weeks, you know, it's like a two week thing. Um, and you have like three days off at the end of it or something. I don't even know how long. You know, to at least give them like a break, like the All Star break would be, like after that game, there's three days off. Um, I think it would help a lot of teams. I mean, some of those, it might not help some of the better teams because they'd probably be playing the whole time, but then they at least have a couple of days off after. Yeah. But if they did get mounts, they're off for t- two weeks. 
Right. So, you know, and, and, and that'd be a thing too if if a better team didn't really want to play and then they just play their worst guys. I don't know, you know, like, and that'd probably be the thing that they'd run a risk for, but you're also resting your guys. Yeah. So I don't know. But I think it'd be cool. Like, if, if they had that, imagine them having that in like three cities or something, and they have you get an all day pass. You get to huh. see. You get to see sick. a morning game, a late, like, early afternoon game, an afternoon game, and then a night game. Like, there's four games a day. Yeah. Like, that would be insane. Like, like 11 a.m., like, like 2.30, like, Imagine what like they can five. raise the tickets to. Like, an all-day pass. Like, what happens is you'd have an all-day pass, or you could buy individual game tickets. I, I think it'd be crazy. And they would make a killing on that. <laughs> because they imagine would. buying an all-day pass to one of those games. That'd be or, the coolest shit ever. Yeah. So yeah. I, I think there's a lot of cool things that they could do with it. Um, and, and I think it's smart. I mean, they'd added excitement to, to be, you know, to earlier in the season. And, um, and there'd be some parody in the league. There's really not. Because these... There is now more so in the last few there, years. There is now, but... Especially now. Yeah, especially now. But it would add like a middle of the season parody. Whereas like you're waiting until playoffs to get it. Um, yeah. So, I mean, like, you know, like a, a 30, you know, you could possibly have a 32 upset at one seed, you know, whatever, whatever happens there. Um, which would be insane. That'd be crazy. But it'd be like the March tournament. Yeah. And you just have one done. Yeah. It'd be, it'd be cool. I, I, I just think there's a lot of cool things they could do with it. And, you know, we'll see if they do it. I, I think it gets voted in favor for if they cut the season a lot shorter. Yeah. If they cut the season. And yeah, I and I think they're first. going to. I I think they're at least going to cut like eight games off, at least. I think they cut ten. I think they go down to like seventy-two games, but we'll see. Yeah, I, I think the NBA realizes now, just to finish up the point, that not only do the players not care for eighty-two games, us fans are not going to watch every oh, and that's the thing. fucking game. We're just that's, not, that's man. The thing. I think that we're not. We got families smarter. and work and stuff. Oh, absolutely. And they're smarter, and they know that they need to get quicker to the NBA Finals, the playoffs. And so they're doing what they can to get there quicker and then also add some more excitement. And that's why they hope for the Christmas games to be exciting um, because that adds a little bit, but it's still just Christmas. It's There's four more months until the playoffs. So it's like people are going to watch it. Yeah, people are at home watching it on Christmas Day, but then they're not watching anything after that. I mean, if I'm Adam Silver, I, I, I think I start there. I'll be like, hey, guys, what do you think about screw the Halloween or mid-October, whatever whatever they do. It used to be Halloween, but, you know, the mid-October thing. Fuck all that, man. We're, we're going to start at Christmas. We're going to do – because 66 was too much during the lockout year, way too much. I, I don't know how many – maybe 60 games, 62 instead of 82. We'll cut 20 games off, and we're going to do the same format. And I think this is one of the reasons that the NFL works so well viewership-wise. Not only is it football and you get to hit and the quarterbacks and the picks and everything, but, you know, you're not on as much. It's like if we did the podcast three times a year, we'd probably get bigger ratings because it's not there a lot. It's, you know, it's it's supply and demand. The NFL's on four months out of the year. Five, you include all the playoffs and everything. But, I mean, those are only 11 games. It's really only on Labor Day to New Year's Day. And that's what makes it so just, you know, so much money and so many people watching is that it's supply and demand. You got to give people what they want. You got to make them want it at the well, same time. Well, again, there's also uh, that level of, well, any team could really, any, any given Sunday, any team could win. 
Yeah. Like one team could lay a dud, and then, oh, wow, that team that team that was 0-12 just beat that team that's 12-0. Right. Yeah. You know, so I think that's, that's like, the, the difference between the two is, like, yeah, that can happen in the NBA, but that's also in the regular season. Like, you're playing a seven-game series in, in the playoffs, so you're not going to – most bad teams are not going to beat a good team. Uh, I mean, it happens, but they're usually not terrible. Yeah. What I think would be cool is if they started the year off with that tournament, and that's what determines the conferences. See, that would make more sense instead of like, stopping you know everything how, in January. You know how crazy that would be, though. Like they, so they play, and whoever like winds up, you know, I don't know how they would do it, but the teams that wind up winning and all that stuff, they get the draft pick, blah blah blah, and then they seed them or they put them in different conferences every year, like, and so they play different teams more and all that stuff. I don't know. They could figure out some different things with it. Uh, um, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, man. I, all I know is that we're two and a half hours deep. Two hours, 24 minutes. Uh, so real quick, to wrap this all up, um, I had a point I was going to make about the NFL CBA thing. Uh, b- besides the whole, you know, I know it's kind of funny. Besides the whole weed thing. I think the NFL has got to decide one last time. Are we going to try and make this game safer, or are we just going to accept the fact that, you know what, man, football has never been and never will be safe? Because oh, yeah. I'm to the point where it's like, dude, football's never going to be safe. Mm-hmm. You have to, it's like boxing. It's not going to be. Mm-hmm. People could fucking die. That's just how this all goes. I, you I, get Antonio Browns. I think um, they'll find a way to make it safer, but yeah, it's never going to be. What are you going to do? You know, there's, there's no way to go around it, and that's why, I mean, People watch the sport for different reasons. Um, part of it is for some of the hits. That's like the reason. A, a lot, a lot of it, yeah. Yeah. Um, the NFL's got to decide that, man. They're too big of a corporation. You got to decide. I mean, again, I think they're going to figure out ways to help it. I, I, I don't think them changing rules necessarily is going to help it any more than because it hasn't helped. I mean, I think it has a little bit, but not. It's not going to help any more than right now. I mean, the Clowney and Wentz hit is a prime example. The only way it's going to get better now is gear and stuff gets better. Like, you know, new new technology and just helmets might get, you know, better and and, and stuff like that. Yeah. Other than that, it's not really going to get any better. Football's not safe. Because... And I'm sorry that's news, but... You're just changing things and then you're changing... How people play, you're, you might go from no more head injuries, but you're tearing a bunch of ACLs and Achilles uh, and and neck injuries and yeah. spine injuries instead, and you know it's just you're gonna have a new problem. So I, I think again, the only way that it's gonna ever get any better than now is again if they if technology creates something that's the helm you know protects the head more. I mean, they will. I oh, hundred percent. It's I just know due at some time. Point, I know at some point they're going to find something, and 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 when that does, that's the only thing that's going to help. Uh, and that's about it. I mean, yeah. Again, because they used to play with leather helmets and Steve Van Burn. Yeah. So, so, uh, so they've they've gotten better as years have gone on. Of course, it's, it's been a hundred years, but you know, just takes with, time with everything. It's just they'll figure it out. You get a new CBA every 10 years. NFL, what really matters to me personally, I'm going to probably watch no matter what the rest of my life till I die. Oh, yeah. What matters to me is you got to get these guys. You got to just allow them to use weed. They don't have to, of course. You don't have to force anyone to do anything, of course. Just allow them to be able to have that option because to me, I'm not a pill guy. Everyone knows how I feel about on other podcasts about pills and cell phone. Everyone knows how I feel about that shit. I don't fuck with that shit. 
please legalize marijuana. Second of all, you got to decide if you want to be safe or not. NFL, football is not safe. Okay, go full one way or the other. And last but not least, it's near and dear to my heart. Please get these guys some counseling. Please, for the love of God, because these guys need it. Normal folks like me need it. These guys are getting their fucking brains knocked around 16 times every year. They need it too, man. And they're famous. They're rich. They got to know how to handle their money. Um, and I think the NFL, you know, they're making strides. I know it's it's slow, but eventually it's going to happen. We're going to see our first black owner this decade. I'm very excited. With, with the... Well, um, a, lot, a lot of players hire, like, PR guys and stuff like that, too. Um, I think... I think a lot of people are... And you're not going to read about it, but I think people do have their own, like, psychiatrists and stuff that they hire on the side to help them. Um, I can't remember who I was reading had, but anyway. Um, and it was someone who I wouldn't even think would need it anyways. It might have even been Tom Brady or something like that. But um, what I think that people, again, don't think about and do is, is the social media aspect of it. You know, just them being on there and getting blasted by it everyone all the time just reading it all you know and, and you can tune out a lot of it but then you know again like someone uh like kevin durant who always responds and stuff like that which i think he should he should be you know allowed to and and all that stuff and i don't think anything that he says is really that bad he he's defending himself and then also he knows basketball better than anyone who's writing to him on there yeah that's the thing that's that's crazy is that well one we're in the in the troll era of, of social media where people just I hope that stuff. goes away this decade. <laughs> Say oh stupid God. stuff, make stupid burner accounts, which Kevin Durant has made his own burner accounts, which a lot of people I'm sure have. Um, James Dolan. But he, um, <laughs> I like that he responds. I like that he. You do. You've always said that. I, I like that he, I guess, claps back to them. You know, claps so back. He's, 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 who knows yeah. basketball more than him? So for uh, yeah. you, for you to, and, and and I get it. He's not perfect in what he does and all that stuff. And some of his decisions are like well, he knows that though. But he knows that, and who cares? He's he's in the NBA for a reason. He's one of the best players in the world for a reason. Ever for who, a reason. Who is going to tell him any differently? No one. There's not one person. And so for him to respond back to certain people is fine because he's smarter than they are in 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 that in this sport and in his profession. He has earned that. He has been an MVP for a reason. Been a two-time Finals MVP for a reason. Champion. All that stuff. And he's earned his right to respond to people who are going to just say stupid stuff. And a lot of it is stupid. Most of it is stupid. Yeah. They're just saying stuff to really get him to respond. Right. And That's the whole point. And fine. He can respond. He's not saying anything crazy. You know, I mean... I think he might have said, come at him or something one time. And he'll show up. <laughs> come whatever. at me. Whatever. You know, meet yeah. me at the New York game. Whatever. Um, you know, but he's he's earned that right. That's his... They're talking about his sport. And to him, he can write back to him. I don't have a problem with that. I don't have a problem with anyone. It, it, when it becomes a problem is when, you know, like, what's his name? Said he was going to shoot him or whatever for the Browns. Said he had a gun or whatever. Miles Garrett? No. Oh, I don't remember what happened. One of their safeties. I think cut. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, he got yeah. cut. You know, it's it's like when you're threatening people with actual like <laughs> violence, killing them, or on Twitter know, something. It's like okay, <laughs> now you're just being dumb. Yeah. But he he's never like that. You know, I think he gets people like to call him soft and all that stuff, and 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 he is. 
But um, who cares? You yeah. Know, like, he's just defending himself and, you know. Kevin Durant's a human being, man. Yeah, again, yeah. He's a person, dog. Yeah, and, and, everyone, and everyone's different. Yeah. And so he's just, he's out there and I have no problem with him on his platform doing that. You know, again, there's a lot more egregious things that he could be doing. He's not out there robbing banks, stealing, you know, anything like that. <laughs> That's probably the last thing he's got to do is rob a bank. Yeah. Well, well I mean, yeah, just, just but, anyone. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, yeah. Um, I, yeah. There's just, there's just a lot of things, too, that this is going kind of off that topic. But I remember I was watching, like, Nick Saban have this rant where he was talking about, like, players um, getting in trouble, like, outside when they're, like, 17 or 18 years old when they first come into college. And um, he's like, what would you rather them be doing? You know, he's like, rather than coming here to school, you want me to suspend them and send them to the streets? And and it's the same kind of concept, I guess, with, with Kevin Durant. Like, if he wasn't doing basketball, what would he be doing? So, um, and that's why sports is great. Because it gives people who An might be who might be on the streets committing crimes... Uh, a place to go and, and use their talent that they had. You know, some people are talented and gifted in ways that I'll never be gifted and talented in. Yeah. Um, so I, and, and it's cool to just watch them. I don't know. It's just like a sports arena, I guess, but. Oh, I mean, hey, it's the podcast. <laughs> we haven't been here in a while. Um, so I do want to try and kind of reel this thing back in and wrap it up. I want to ask real quick and on a good note. Yeah. Uh, plans for 2020. Do you have any goals, anything in mind? Are you going to go on any vacations? Um, or is it just kind of taking it one day at a time this year? I do really, speaking of vacations, I do really want to go somewhere at some point this year. I don't know if it'll actually happen, but um, I would like to go somewhere this summer. I, I've talked about it with a few people. Um, I don't know where, but um, just just go somewhere again. You know, I haven't really traveled much in the last couple of years, but um, just to get away and just, just do something different with people. You know, it's just, you know, it's something that I want to do. It's, it's not really on like the front end of things that I want to do, but, um, that, um, get the business of course up and reading is probably the, the, the number one on my mind. By the way, go get some pizza, take on delivery only players, pizza, 1340 Turn Creek road. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sweet 10. Right. Where hometown buffet used to be. C- if you I think live it's like and- C10. C10. Sweet C10. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Sweet C10. Go get some pizza. Just figured I'd put that um, in there. Yeah. Very good. Shout out to players. Hi, Penny. 691 uh, 691-4545. So, yeah. So, so that's probably at the number one thing because I was thinking about this the other day. Everything that I've ever invested in, I've won, per se. Like, okay. everything that I've done, I've won in the end. Like some, I, I I got to wherever it was that I did something I got to the the the, the top. So like when I was playing sports, I won you know whatever uh, as 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 a player or whatever. And then when I was coaching, we won. We were the only Division two team to ever win the section title up here. Northern Northern section title. I mean you're playing a Division one Division one schools and all that stuff. Yeah. So in, in general, like I've always because. To me, I, I, I'm, I'm never, and I've never, and I'm never going to beat anyone who wants to win more than me. So right now I'm losing, but I'm going to win. Why do you say that? Why are you losing? Because I haven't won. I haven't gotten to where I think I need to be with, with the store and all that stuff. But I know I'm going to win. And it's just how I've always felt. Um, so that's my number one goal is to get that place to be the best place up there. 
Um, and and I'm gonna win. And that's that's the bottom line with that. Um, other other goals, obviously fitness stuff. Um, the last couple weeks I've been slacking just you know on the stuff with my dad. Um, but I'll get back to that. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think what else do I'm gonna do this year. I don't know. Other than those, like, three things, I mean, like I said, the vacation thing was, like, a ways down there. I don't know really what else I would put above it, but, I mean, the Reading one's huge for me. Um, Aren't you doing the Bills-Niner game with Byron? <laughs> that'll be at the end of the year, or whenever. Whenever, whenever the is. schedule is. Yeah, so that, yeah. that'll be fun. Um, yeah. We'll go to the Bay Area for a day or two? Yeah. So, so we're, you know, talked about going to that, so we'll do that. Um, yeah, I don't know. Good for you guys. I'm mad jealous, but that's cool. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, no, good uh, for you guys. That, that's fun. awesome. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. I feel like there's another big thing. Yeah, the fitness thing, again, is always like one and, one and two. Um, that's always going to be there, though. Even if you're in shape, you got to stay yeah. in shape. Yeah. That's and always then, just And then just always, you know, the next steps in, 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 uh, in life and all that stuff. But, um, you know, those are... When do you turn 30? Two more years. So, is there anywhere you want to be? Anything you want to have done? Accomplished. No, not accomplished. Really. No. I I have like long term things, but they're not like they're not like actual like things. They're like you know success and, and you know just basic. Um, Going back to school is that in the cards at all? Yeah, Maybe I mean, to get a degree? figuring something out, you know, like something long term for that. But um, again, right now, right now, I you have to have long term goals, but. I want to conquer the short-term things that I have going right now. So again, like the story and the main ones the, the that story. I'm in, yeah. that I'm in right now, that I've already started, is, is that one. So I, I want to make sure that I'm, because for me is when I start something, I'm a hundred percent. My heart's in every single part of it, and I can't really focus on anything else. So, I mean, it's been a year now that I, that I've not quite a year that I've been in charge of the store up there, but so until I'm I win. I'm not going to... Define that, though. Because that's my next question. The win? Define the win. What's the, win the win is just... Without giving away too much, of course. It's just... It being just running to where it's not... Where it's just... I don't know. It's just successful. You know? It's just making money. And, and, and it's not that it's... Make it profitable. It's, I mean, it's, it's, it's way better than it was from day one, obviously. True. I mean, if, it, if it wasn't like... Well, I would have been doing a terrible job. But, um, yeah, just, just in the end, I, I just want to look at it and be like, okay, if I stepped away and walked away, I wouldn't be handing over something that was failing terrible or a dumpster fire. Yeah. 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 Terrible. I wouldn't, I wouldn't sign my name off on something that was terrible. And so, so for winning in that, it's just, yeah, super profitable and, 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 and again, I, I want to reach for the best thing that, you know, people, everyone up there to be like, you know, oh yeah, that's the best place up here. And, um, it's good, man. It's better than all y'all's podcast pizza. So, yeah. So, so, yeah. <laughs> I mean, hey. So, I, again, I, I'm going to win. I'm going to win. So, you know. Got to have that mindset. So, I've always been. For me, 2020, uh, let's see. I mean, just keep the podcast going. I'm kind of with you. I, yeah, I, that's, that's on there too for me. Um, keeping the podcast consistent and, and, and being consistent is a big one. I guess, I guess consistent and, um, just, you know, also being, getting better at it every time, you know, bringing, um, a level of professionalism, but also, 
me, me being um, who I am and all that stuff. Not you know, obviously I'm I'm not changing me on on any of them, but just keep it always at a level that I'm happy with and and, and content with. Whereas like some sometimes I feel like I, I don't elevate myself as much as I should. Um, okay. Not that it's bad. It's just I could have done better. You know, and, and I always think that anyways. Because I think if you don't, you're you're just settling. So um, even if I had like one where you know, let's say someone came up to you and or came up to me and they're like, "Oh my god, that was the best thing I ever heard." I'd be like, "Yeah, I could have done better here." That's how <laughs> that's how I've always been, you know. Yeah. And so yeah. so for me, is it's to always keep that mindset to to continue to grow in, in that aspect of it. But anyway, I cut you off. Yeah, you no, you're all good. I, I feel the same way you do. I, I'm always gracious about. And grateful for, you know, the people signing up on Snapchat or DMs or whatever. Being like, oh, man, like, you know how to do the podcast, right? I want to get you on my ship, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And, you know, it, it's, a, it's a compliment, you know. Or even when we talk about people maybe, you know, biting the style or whatever. You know, I, I've kind of, you know, and I think it's just getting older and getting more mature. You know, a new perspective on that is, like, that's that's the ultimate form of a compliment. Mm-hmm. Being copied is the ultimate form of a compliment. Yeah, I, I mean, uh, people respect you enough to take what you're doing and run the, with it. What's the saying? Um... Often duplicated, never replicated, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. And I'm not trying to act like we're the first podcast ever or nothing, because obviously, we're, you know, we're not. But, you know, truthfully, you know, there's really little to no podcast in Shasta County, and it takes a whole lot of guts to come on here for an hour, two, three hours, whatever it is, and talk like this. Yeah. And, you know, for me personally, I mean, it's not... Uh, it's not straining work, of course, but it's just, you know, it is work, you know? And sometimes it's, I bet you feel the same way with the writing store. It's like, I've put everything into it this month and shit is just not working out. Mm-hmm. And then there's some months where it's like, I don't know what we did, but shit's, shit's aight. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's working out. Mm-hmm. So and that's just kind of how it is with the podcast. And, you know, I just want to keep that consistent. And I think, uh, you know, us, you have to have personality, you have to have, and this is a real genuine Friendship and bond. I think the p- people and listeners would know if it wasn't. Mm-hmm. You know, you can just... It's like... It's the vibes. It's it's when you're watching the game, you know Brady's going to well, come back. It's, uh, you feel a good, it. Um, um, there's a good ebb and flow to it. You know, you're the you're the louder one. I'm the, I'm the laid back. Yes. Quieter. You can sometimes not even hear me <laughs> talking uh, on there. It's true. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and you know, I just I think it all works out great, and I mean, I just I think it takes a lot of guts to do this, and I, I think we both uh, you know deserve respect, and, uh, and that's why we respect each other so much. I think as well, you know, we both recognize it's this shit's not cut out for everyone. I mean, there's people that you know remain nameless, you know, I'm not talking about you know Byron or nothing, but uh, fucking you won't buy them to come on time and time again. They say they want to come on, and they just never show for whatever reason. And you got to think it's maybe they just don't have it in them, and that's yeah. fine, uh, you know, but. Don't come shit on us because, you know, we're trying to do something. And, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, and this isn't bad either. It'd be one thing if this was bad. Because oh, I've heard yeah. some bad podcasts. It's like, this isn't bad. This is good. You know, it's not oh, where yeah. it needs to be, but it's good. No, I, and again, like I said, I listened back to it a little bit, you know. And, and I'm always going to be hard on myself. But, no, if, if it was bad, I'd be like, all right, dude, you know, I'm not doing this anymore. It sucks. Which one did you listen to? I don't even remember. That was like a month ago, I think. I don't remember. Was it Cheeks? That one's off, right? No, it. it's back on. It's oh, okay. it's something weird because I knew I didn't do anything. It might have been that one. I don't remember. That's just our our uh, magnum opus, if you will, uh, of last year. I think that was our best one of last year with us three. Yeah. Um, I always revert back to that just for tips and clues and just the flow and how yeah. it should sound. 
Because I, I just think everything about that one was just the intro songs and then the jokes and making fun it of Chris Collinsworth. I, I think I listened to a, f- a few different ones a little bit, like through. I didn't really listen to the whole things. I would just like go through and listen to segments and and um, a lot of the time. Again, I, I know I said this on another one. I get like into a a thought of something and then I'm thinking already ten minutes ahead of where I should be, and so I sit there and I'm like quiet for a second. Like that, <laughs> and it's it's because I'm already, I just have such an active brain, and it's why I have a hard time sleeping sometimes at night, and oh, why fuck. I have a hard time just. Oh my god. Um, I wouldn't say it's focusing because I have a good level of focus. It's just, I just get too ahead of myself on things, and I and I talk out of, out of things that I I think I was should have already said, but I didn't say it. I thought it, and then I'm way ahead of myself. So yeah, um, I've I've learned to kind of try and write some stuff down and I probably honestly should be writing stuff down for this like when we're like having our topics and stuff and because I I always what happens is is we'll come into the podcast we'll do this and then I'll be driving home and it was the same when I was in sports too um I'll replay it kind of in my head because I can kind of remember me saying this or doing that and I'll be like damn it I didn't say this and it was like God, that was such a good oh, point. I do that too. Such a good point, and I didn't yeah. say it. Or in a game, I'd remember back, and I'm like, God, I missed that pass so bad, or I, I just, you know, whatever it was. That call or yeah, shift these guys. and yeah. Something, you know, and I'm like, oh, man. And um, and that's before I even, like, would watch it back or anything. Or, you know, or even in practice, whatever it is, you know, or, or I said something wrong in conversation or whatever. Yeah. And it's like, damn, if I would have just written that down. I would have remembered that. And so, um, again, it's just because I get ahead of myself. And, um, yeah. I don't even know. Again, I don't even know where I was going with I mean, hey, it's all good. I, the original question was 2020 expectations, and, and um, we both had them down. I, I want to get out of town, too, this year. I want to go on another just a little four or five-day vacay. Yeah. Just, um, just get a refresh. Just hit a refresh. Yeah, I don't, know, I don't know where. I, there's some places that I haven't been, and there's places that I have, and so... Um, I've never been to Hawaii, so I thought about going there. Oh. Just to kind of um, do something different. Um, I've never been to Disneyland. Thought about that, too. What? No, never been to Disneyland. Oh, man. So I thought about <laughs> You've already gone that. It's expensive. Thought about doing that. Um, so we'll see, you know. Um, again, my, like, it's not really a bucket list, but things that I want to do, like, accomplish over my life is I want to go to, like, I've been to a bunch of different stadiums and seen a bunch of different games. But not really more east. So like, I want to go to a Packer game. I'll say Lambos. Want to yeah. go to a Packer game? I want to watch a game at Wrigley. I was just uh, gonna Fenway. say Wrigley. Yep. Um, Fenway. Would Yankee be great. Stadium's gone, so I don't really care about the new one. Yeah, it's um, all money. And then I've always loved Houston's Park, so I've always wanted to go to Houston. The Astros? Yeah. I, I Minute Maid. I've always liked their the train and all that stuff. I don't know why. Oh, okay. Just always, always uh, like their field. Um, well, Arizona. Then they have a nice little little dome. I've I've been there. So. Oh, okay. Um, I have. I mean, I haven't seen a football game there, but I've seen. I've been to the, the Diamondbacks. The, the Diamondbacks Stadium. Yeah. Um, and they have the pool and stuff. Right. <laughs> the pool. Yeah. <laughs> Hot ass Arizona. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. I've been to Coors. I haven't seen a Denver game. Denver would be cool to watch. It. Have you been to Levi's? I haven't been to Levi's. Or, so this is going to be your first time going so, to Levi's. So it will be my first time going there. How did I make it there before you? That's crazy. I just hadn't gone. They've sucked, and I just was like, eh. yeah. I'm not. I'm not a big fan of going to NFL games either. Like, they're okay. but I, Shit I, gives I, me anxiety, bro. There's so many people. 
I get it's, mad It's not anxious. even that. I just, I'd rather watch it on TV. You can see things better. Yeah, that too. And so, um, unless, you know, unless you're literally right on the sideline with them, you know, um, I'm trying to think. I want to go to like a Final Four game or something like that at some point. I think that'd be cool to go to. Um, college football games are the best to go to, in my opinion. I've never been to one of those. So a bowl game would be dope. Chase Center? You want to go Chase Center at all? Or? Well, yeah. I mean, th- those are things that I think I'll, I'll do. The Wrigley and Packers games are like things that I would have to like go out of my way to do. Um, which um, Or be in your career. The, pa- the Packers, yeah. The Packers yeah. thing is like at the top, I think, for me. I've always... <laughs> I've always loved so legendary. The, the, the lore of it, the just everything about it. And, and honestly, I'd probably want to go to Dallas to see a Cowboys game. Because that stadium Because of their team. Insane. Because of now what it is. Yeah, their stadium now. Um, For sure. I go to a Cowboys game. And, and, and Las Vegas to see the Raiders play there. That'd be a cool place to go. Watch mm-hmm. them play. Not because of them, but... Um, you know, there's, there's just different things that, I, that I'd want to see. Um, but yeah... Um, 2020. Yeah, I'm gonna it's do here. It all. No, <laughs> the, the future is here. All of that. This so yeah. Year. So um, I'm excited for the year. Um, I'm too. It's a cool. It's a cool year to look at. 2020. I don't know why. We're not gonna have it again in our lifetime. Huh. We're not gonna have a th- uh, 20, So yeah, it's that's crazy. way down the line. Way down the line. It's crazy. Yeah. And and, and it, I want to say it's gone by fast, but really now thinking about it, I don't think it has. Like, I can remember back to, um, I graduated 10 years ago now, almost, which is crazy. Holy shit. But it's honestly felt like it's been, like, 20 years. Like, I feel like that's been forever ago. So there's, like, points where I'm like, okay, this went by fast. But then I look back and I'm like, not really. So, and I think it's because I I do enjoy a lot of what I've done. You know, like, I I don't think I would, I I really wouldn't change much, to be honest. I mean, there might be little things, but... Not really. I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm at where I'm at because I made those decisions in the moment. And I don't think I would change any of them. Yeah. And, so I, and, and that's what I think I appreciate about life. And as you get older, you appreciate those things more. Yeah. But For sure. Yeah. So looking forward to the year. You know, again. Um, Do you have a class reunion this year? Is, is this year your 10 years? Should, should, should be. Are know. you going? I have no idea about it. So I don't know. We'll oh, see. okay. But... Um, I don't, say maybe I don't really care about that one. Like, like the twenty-five one would be cool, and fifty if I <laughs> fifty making around for that long. Should yeah. I say yeah? Eighteen years old. Yeah. 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 For sure. A World Series ring or something like that. World Series Super Bowl or something. The <laughs> world. Yeah, three of those. Yeah. Shit. Three. Yeah. Yeah, Giants, man. Yeah. Well, yeah. So yeah, um, teams are getting better, which is cool. Yeah, you know, so sports is always good. Yeah, for for my teams at least, Giants are sh- shitty, but mm. yeah, you know, I got to see them win already. So now I just got to see the 49ers win, and then I've seen all three of my teams win in your lifetime. Yep, almost Giants, in the same decade. Giants, the 49ers. I was four years old. I don't remember it. Mm, okay, uh, yeah. Um, and the Warriors won, and they were. This might be the year. They were terrible from for my whole life. So bad. Really yeah, bad. really bad. I mean, I, again, I don't remember when they were good at the when I was two and three years old. I also didn't watch basketball until I was eight, eight or nine years old. I think it was when Kobe and Shaq won their first title. Was when I was really oh, okay. watching. Oh, okay. Yeah, two thousand. Yeah. So yeah. I think I was I think I was eight and a half, nine, somewhere in there. 
I think it was like 99. Because I remember Tim Duncan on the Spurs, like right after he got drafted, skinny Tim. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, David Robinson and all, all those teams. But yeah, it's, it's cool. It's and, and that's cool to think about. And that feels like forever ago. It's it, uh, with my dad passing, looking at old pictures and stuff, just how old stuff looks compared. And even from five years ago, like just how things change and get better and, you know, picture quality. and uh, Yeah. It's cool. It is. I agree. So, yeah. So I'm looking forward all to right. here. And uh, yeah. About it. It's the first one of 2020, hopefully, and hopefully it starts off with a 49er Super Bowl. It'd be a good way to start the year. Be... Is this kind yeah. of a rebound so the year? Giants, so the Giants won a World Series in 2010. Yes. And so 10 years later, I'd have a 49er win too. Yeah. Well, you have Giants in 10 for the first Warriors, and 15 for their first Niners in 20. And the Niners so. technically won when I was first born, so. So we'd have some good decades in a row. Two thousand wasn't really that good. We were going to we went to the World Series, but we lost to the Angels. I was gonna ask you some shit, and now I just fucking totally forgot. Oh well. About what? <laughs> uh, it was about this, just about twenty twenty, and um, what was it? Oh, do you feel like it's kind of a rebound year for you? Like, do you think last year was that bad? Because I viewed last year as the rebound. Last year, year wasn't. No, last year was my biggest growth year personally. So I think this is building off of that. It's not a rebound. I wouldn't say no. I mean, I don't feel the same way either. I don't think it's a. I think it's a growth I year. Yeah, I think it's a rebound. I, I year. think it's. I think it's adding on to what this year built for me. Um, I don't know. I don't know what this year would be. But yeah, twenty and two thousand nineteen was was a was a hard year in terms of the end of it and. Uh, in February, of course, when my dad got diagnosed, but um, and having to go through all the DUI stuff, but that was at the end of 2018. I mean, technically, I got the DUI in 2018, and then I had to go through all the classes and all that stuff starting 2019. So going through all that, um, the last half of the year was more me rebounding back. Well, from from I would say from March, February, March, when I first started getting ready to take over the store and being there and um, yeah, all that stuff is when I rebounded back to, to, to reality and, and kind of shifted my mind and, and, and thinking and, and all that stuff. Again, I always think that every year for me is a lot of growth. I always think like, oh, okay, you know, now I'm, now I'm where I need to be mentally. And then it's like, nope, something else happens. And it's not always bad. It's yeah, just no. something, something happens to where my mind just stretches even more, and I'm like, okay, now now I understand this better. You know, now I understand this. I think this year, 2020, I think is more family year for me. Okay. Because of what happened at the end with my dad, and um, just just me realizing that. I, I remember I did write down a goal. I wanted to be closer with my family than I am. Um, because I have good relationships with everyone outside of my family, and it's not that I have bad relationships with. My mom or my brother or my sister, but they're not near what they should be. So I think this year, I feel probably, kind of the same way. this year probably will be more that um, getting helping them and me heal with with my dad's passing and all that. And um, yeah, just I, I think yeah, twenty twenty is more like the family family aspect of it. Um, and yeah. Family year, yeah, the, the we'll family say, year. Okay, we'll, so we'll right. say I like that. that. That's where. 
where I guess my like mind is it is where my well my heart is there my mind is in Reading my mind in, and a, and a lot of my heart too but um, my heart's with my family and and uh, getting that getting that right so all right well there you have it folks damn I wanted three hours what are we at two fifty five oh we can get there you can get there oh yeah five yeah, minutes that's easy what else we got um. God damn, I feel like we covered everything. There's something I'm, I'm trying to think here. Uh... You, do you want a girlfriend in 2020? Is that just the last thing on your mind? School, That's... going back to school, is that on your mind at all? Or all that just... stuff to me is, as I've gotten older, is like, I think it'll, it'll either, and and I think everyone's different, like how they look at it. To me. I'm not like actively out there like putting out resumes, you know, like, hey, uh, you, you know what I mean? Like looking for someone. Like I, Tinder I'm, and shit. Yeah. Like yeah. that's not me. That's not I'm, me either. I'm, I'm right. the person who, and, and, and I've totally changed of how I've, uh, how I've thought, but I'm that person. If, if it's going to happen, it's going to happen. Um, and if it winds up coming across my plate, then, then okay. If not, then I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing. I'm, I'm, I'm happy doing what I'm doing by myself. And again, um, right now my focus is my family and, and my job. And so, um, I want to get that perfect before I try and take on something else and maybe it happens. Who knows? I don't know. But, yeah. um, no, it's not, it's not up there. You know, I just want to be happy and, and, and that's it. Um, going back to school. I don't know. You know, I've thought about it. Um, we'll see. It might wind up happening in the fall or something. Who knows? We'll just have to see where I'm, I'm headed and, and see where, Again, where both those things that I just mentioned, the family and the business, are at. And if it works out in the cards, then it works out. If it doesn't, then I reevaluate. I don't know. It's, it's always just a like a carousel. You kind of are just going around, and, and if it happens to stop in a spot, then you stop there and you get off and you move on to the next thing. If not, then you keep riding it for a while. And, you know, I don't know. Fair enough. I don't know if I've ever like given my philosophy on life how I view life. So I've always viewed life because um, I used to go out um, and surf and stuff like that. And so I'd be around the ocean for a little bit. And so I always viewed life as like the ocean and, and people are surfing. And <clears throat> early on in your life, you're, you're learning how to get up on the board. And that's what life is, is you're learning in the beginning stages, you're learning how to stand up on the board and waves are going to knock you off as you go on and get better in life. You're gonna get knocked down, and there's gonna be storms that happen, and, and all this stuff. And um, you're gonna get pushed underwater, you're gonna choke, and you're gonna to have to go back to land, readjust, come back, and get back on the board. And some days are great, and it's sunny, and it's not storming. <clears throat> there's other people always out there, and you can choose to you know be amongst them and, and, and go out. Um, and then there's the sharks, and, and things that are gonna be obstacles in your way. Um, I'm trying to think of how I always explain this. But yeah, anyway, so I always I always explained it when I... So a lot of people don't know I used to go and talk to kids, um, give like speeches and stuff to schools. And I would tell them this philosophy that I had on life because it was easy to understand. Kids can picture this when you're explaining, you know, someone explaining surfing or, or the ocean. You know, some people haven't seen it, I guess, but you can at least explain it and, and kids have good imagination so they can picture it. So that's how I always explained it was that was my philosophy on how life is just 
you know, the ocean. It's easy to, you know, because there's so much unknown too. Yeah. So I like that. So there's, so there's just a lot of different things and that's how I'd explain life. Um, yeah, I figured I'd, I'd cut that in there to take up some time. Yeah, no, you all go. We've got another minute or so. For me, uh, as far as school goes, I do need to go back. I need to go back. It's yeah. not a matter of why. I need to go back and get my career going and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But I also, I'm kind of with you. I, I, I enjoy, it's not really my job. It, it's the family, dude. I enjoy that family so fucking mm-hmm. much, man. And, you know, it's like, if they wanted me to run through a wall, I'd ask how fast. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's, you know, especially, you know, for Penny and whatnot. And so... Uh, you know, and I do enjoy what I do. I mean, you know, the tips are great, man. And I mean, it's not the hardest of work and I'm super young still and I still have a whole life ahead of me, you know? And, um, so I, I like to go back to school and get my career going. Finally, I feel yeah. like I haven't slacking for a few years. And then I mean, as far as like, I guess all the dating shit, you know, I, I'm kind of getting to the point where I'm, I don't know. I being single is kind of getting whack. Just because I've been on my own for about three years now, yeah. I haven't done anything serious, had anything. Mm-hmm. So I would like to, you know, meet someone and maybe just strike up something, not force anything, not you know, push the envelope. But like, if it happens, yeah, I would love to, you know, create some memories and and mm-hmm. you know, be attached with someone else and you know, and do that whole thing. But like you said, I mean, I'm not saying it has to fall in my lap because I mean, very few things ever fall in your yeah. lap in life. But you know, it it's you know, it, it'll come to me. It, think, it'll come think- to me. You know, for for things you you just know, you know, you know. Like I, I don't know. I, I yeah, hard to explain that's you true. Know. Um, uh, what was I gonna say? Again, I'm already ahead of myself. Uh, yeah, I just I, I think for me in life, I just you know, it's it's cliche, but people always say like you know you want to live in the moment or whatever. It's not for me. It's not living in the moment. It's just it's it's just being in the moment. You know, and and, yeah. and you take each moment for what it is, and and because I think if you live for the moment, people like they go like too far. You know, they're like, you know, trying to do too much. Then it's like, you know, if if you just if you just live life, it's 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 fine. You know, if if you just be who you are and you just look back and enjoy those moments that you had and and, and all that, um, for for what they are, is is what you need to do. Um, in my opinion, at least how I look at it is you just, um, yeah, you just look back at every moment and, and you, and you, um, and are thankful for each moment that you got, whatever it was. And you just, and you just move on to the next one. And then the same thing, you you look back and you go, wow, that was, because that's the thing too, is you never know how big a moment is until it's gone. Another cliche saying, yeah, you never know how something was, never, you never know. Usually, I mean, sometimes you do. Because you can just feel the impact of it, but um, some things that you're like, wow, I didn't realize that I enjoyed that as much as I did, or wow, I didn't realize that taught me as much as it did, or wow, me being whatever, doing whatever, saying whatever, I didn't realize that meant so much, but it, it, it's really everything that you do means a lot. You know, whether you get up at a certain time or, or say a certain word or just anything, how you say, how you do, whatever is is going to determine different things and so just enjoying those those decisions and all that stuff is is part of the journey and part of you know the journey and the, and the process and the people that go along you with you in the journey are, are are what's the things you're going to remember and make you who you are and make them who they are um i think we're doing the right thing man uh, i think we yep. get we get it right there 302 
Nice. And then by the time I do the whole outro thing, 303. Well, man, one, <laughs> this is the longest one ever. Any one I've Good done. comeback. Any guess. Yeah, start off 2020 for sure. If you made it this far, man, Jesus. I, I should probably give you a hug or a kiss or something. Uh, depending on, you know, what gender. Uh, <laughs> I always end it with something. <laughs> Man, you gotta stop that. I know. I'm just, no, I'm just <laughs> I, it, it gets bad. It's, it's nothing egregious. No, no. I just I'm not, I'm not gonna. I mean, someone's probably gonna out there be like, "All right, Blake's a you know, free like, promo." Whatever. Please promote it. Yeah, yeah, I won't kiss dudes. If you want to get mad over that, <laughs> fucking promote that. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, if you guys have made it this far, thank you so much. Uh, great way to start off 2020. Thank yeah. you for coming through today. Three yeah. hours. I did not think we'd get here at all. Glad we did. Um, yeah, thank you guys for listening, and we'll be back soon. I'll be back with another podcast sometime next week. I don't know about me and Steve. Trust if it's Packers Niners, we're going to be back next week. Yeah. And we'll see you guys then. Bye. Where is it at? There it is.